this isn't, by the way, this isn't a bit. It, it, this isn't, I'm, I'm not doing some long form Andy Kaufman. Oh, Mersh is just pretending to be black pill. No, I'm not, I'm not going to vote. And to the people that keep going, yeah, you are, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you are, dude. None of you people know me. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's funny when, like, a random person on the internet goes, I know you, dude. You don't. Yeah, you are, dude. Am I? Am I? Look, look at me. Look at me. Do I look like I'm lying to you? I cannot vote for Donald Trump. Spurg, 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 Spurg. Listen, this is something you need to understand about me, okay? I don't, I don't come to where you work. I don't come to the cocksucking factory and run my dick sucker trying to tell you who, who's what and what's for. You come and you listen to me. I'm the one that you listen to. Okay, so maybe, I'm not saying I'm better, I'm not saying I know more, I'm just saying maybe what I have to say is more important. And I can tell you exactly why that is. I wake up at 4 p.m. every day, and I work 20 hours a day, and I get to drive around in a fancy BMW, and I eat the finest steaks, the finest 13-ounce ribeyes that Applebee's has to offer. What's the difference between me and you? You listen to me and not the other way around. Okay? Look at me. Look at me. Do I look like I'm serious to you? Do I? Look at me. Look at me. Look at this eye. Okay, now look at this eye. Now look at this eye. Now look at this eye. How did I get to be the one who's so goddamn important? I can tell you. <laughs> I can tell you. Spurg, Spurg, Spurg. Because I'm a comedian, and you're just a civilian. I've been doing this over 12 years, probably. I don't know, something. A long time. Probably. When did Jim Norton start becoming famous? That's when I did. Oh, look at the chat room. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. By the way, tough crowd is where I get all my material. Yeah, okay, running your dick, suck a dummy. Uh. You want me to prove to you I'm a comedian? You want me to prove? Me, the internet's Mersh, e-celebrity Hollywood Mersh, to prove to you a civilian? I know comedy? Okay, well, how about this? I have a comedy album. It's called Killjoy, and it's great. And we're going to listen to it tonight. Tonight on the show, we're going to play the whole goddamn thing and listen to <laughs> every, <laughs> every P 
petty minute of it. I'll give you a little preview, okay? Just so you can see what we're dealing with. Let me read for you some of the track listings on my, me, Mersh, my comedy album, Killjoy. We've got track number one, Killjoy, an introduction. We've got track number two, Bobo, an introduction. Two, two introductions for the price of one. All right? I'm a grifter. You're going to call me a grifter? I'm giving you two intros? We've got one called She Hates Me. Who's the mysterious she? Wouldn't you like to know? Can't wait to find out. I know what you thought. There is no she in this guy's life. Well, I've got a she. I've also got a track on here called Mersh Has No Car. That's right. This album predicted the future. Here's one called A Bad Year. Oh, and (laughs) one of my favorite uh, tracks, Fag Magnet. Anyway, I'm a huge Mersh fan, as you can see. For some reason, I'm just attracted to him. And we're going to go over every stinking minute of this album. I haven't even heard the full thing yet. I'm listening to it just like you. I've had a bunch of people ask me, Jesse, is this a surviving episode? We do this series called Surviving, where we see if we can sit through. No, no, this is not surviving. I want to hear it. I want to hear all of it. I'm excited to hear it. You know who's not excited? Hollywood Mersh. And the whole thing, by the way, this album ends in a big musical number. It's incredible. It's called We Aren't the World. Well, this episode is also going to end in a big musical number. This is a listening party. We're going to have fun. We're going to laugh together. We're going to enjoy it. And I can't wait to share it with you. Let's go bully the internet. This is Pot Awful. Pot Awful TV. Oh, y'all is doing it right. Pot Awful, fuck you, faggot. Pot boy. You scam artist, douchebag. You're the worst. Motherfucker. You fucking little piece of shit. You're crazy. You're fucking weak. Faggot, jackass, pot awful, fuck shit. You know what? You're not funny. I want to really kick your ass. My mom doesn't like it when I mention pot awful anymore. Woo! We are having some fun. They're saying Mersh is seething right now. He's seething. How long is the whole thing? Oh, it's long. It's overly long. And so that means Mersh is sitting there right now. He's watching this by the way. Him, Andy's random edits. They're all sitting there seething. And they're going like this. No! Welcome to Pot Awful Indeed. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. We are live as we are every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, potawful.tv, free every Sunday, Wednesdays and Fridays in the Pizza Fund. I'm so glad to have you here. We're getting petty on this one, so we're not even going to start the album just yet. I know you've been waiting for it. I posted this thing a while ago, and people, you know, two days ago, people have been waiting two days. 
I've seen it. There's been people sitting in the chat room waiting for this episode for two days. They just had the browser open the whole time. I don't know if they were just impatiently sitting there like, I gotta have it. Let's read these uh, track titles one more time. I didn't read them all to you, okay? So we got Killjoy and Introduction. So we're going to get a big, nice intro to Mersh. Then we've got Bobo in Introduction. We'll talk about that when we get to it. She Hates Me. A Bad Year. <laughs> I mean, hey, some of these jokes are just going to be forever green for Mersh. A Bad Year. Car technology. Oh, great. We're going to get some Tom Myers material out of this. Uh, again, Mersh has no car. So I don't know if, I mean, listen, we've all heard about Mersh's car troubles. Obviously, the Beamer, the BMW, but he's also, I don't know if you know this, not everybody does. The people here from r slash Mersh know this. He crowdfunded getting a car and then immediately drunk drove it and had it taken from him and had to crowdfund to get another one and then yes that's right the, the same, same thing, thing happened, happened twice, twice. twice. <laughs> i don't know if that's what this bit is about but anyway we'll find out fag magnet we've got growing up we've got fun with blasphemy oh interesting <laughs> fun with blasphemy don't you don't say you mean Mersh sitting here with the rosary beads on? He's having some fun with blasphemy. That's interesting because I seem to remember a lot on ROTC lately. They love acting like, you know, why do people make fun of Christians and uh, these Satanists out there? Meanwhile, as we all know, Royce is having a satanic wedding and Mersh is holding the sword, which I didn't know was a part of a satanic wedding, but apparently so. So we've got retards okay that's a perfect one retards i'm gonna enjoy that one love is suicide a series of vagina jokes bitter breakups remember Mersh used to be married so i don't know if this is pre or post divorce but when Mersh goes out there and and verbally destroys the divorced cougars just remember he himself is divorced okay he's in no boat to be doing this tattoos does Mersh have a tattoo Hmm, I wonder. Um, hopefully we'll find that out in track number 14. A series of abortion jokes. Oh, you know, I get called edgy. Edgy? Oh, he's being so edgy all the time. I don't have a series of abortion jokes. I don't know. He hates me. And then finally, track number 17, We Aren't the World, The Killjoy Mix. Apparently, Mersh managed to get a band to do a song on his album. So it all ends in a big musical number. Very excited for that. Now, you might think it's time to play the album. That's where you're wrong. <laughs> okay? You guys are wrong a lot, so get used to that. What are they saying in the chat room? Potawful TV, I told you, r slash Mersh, that you would get it, didn't I? I don't know what that means. Nigga got a shitty butterfly on his ass. Oh, is that the tattoo Mersh has? Edgelord. His marriage lasted, is this true? 28 days. Wow. It's over for him. Ha ha ha. A series of abortionate events. <laughs> That's a great comment. I like that. A series of abortionate events. The comment to beat tonight by signal intrusion. You know, we're having a... Um, a watch party. What I might do, 
I might open up the Discord and we can all at some point during this laugh and enjoy it together. We'll get started on the album first before we do that. But I think it might be fun for a bunch of us to sit around, comment on it, that sort of thing. No pressure, obviously. You can just sit and listen. So I might open up the Discord in a second. But before we do that, I have, I, and by the way, I could do a whole episode on, this is how petty I am. This is how big a bully I am on the internet. I could do an entire episode on just the cover art alone for Mersh's album. In fact, let's take a look at this real quick. Computer enhance for me. Well, you can't. What's that? You can't enhance it. The image is so bad. It's just going to look like this no matter how much we zoom in. Okay, understood. I'll try, though. I'll try. So can you even read at the top of this? Again, the album is called Killjoy. Can you even see that at the top of it, it says Mersh? I used this album art for the thumbnail for this video for tonight's show. And I had to redo it. I had to Photoshop his album cover because it was so poorly made. They put a black font with his name on it. And again, this is his debut album. You want to get your name out there. And they decided, you know what would look good? Black on black! I hit the crack! So... Black font Mersh over black background, barely visible. Then you've got the title Killjoy in what can only be described as a precursor to the font Bleeding Cowboys. This font was big. Whatever this font is, it's probably called like deranged or unstable or um, I, uh, uh, hi, hi, hiding the evidence. Oh my God, that's absolutely what it's It's called hiding the evidence. So this font they're using for Killjoy. We're in font chat, by the way. Welcome to font chat. This font they're using for Killjoy. They've not only... I mean, obviously, this is the font to use. You know, everything was distressed. And we all fell for this. All graphic designers fell for this back then. Where you use the distressed, the, the, the scribble, the... The, 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 what do they call it on defont.com? Eroded or destroyed fonts. Those were huge at the time. Even Pot Awful started out with a, you know what? My original album art was very dissimilar to this because it was much better, but it was still a lot of the same graphical ideas going into it. So it's a product of its time. This entire album is a product of its time. We have to keep that in mind, but. Even when I made my first album art, I wouldn't have put Killjoy in such a dark red that, once again, you can barely read it. It's almost illegible. So now we're going to come to some of my favorite parts. First, though, let's talk about the image itself is of Mersh on a park bench. And the way it looks, this looks like it's... um. Whitey, Flo- Whitey Ford sings the blues, you know? This, what is that guy ever clear? This is, he's trying to be ever clear on this album. He's got the shaved, balding head. I've had so many people since we've revealed this album cover, I've had so many people say, what is going on with that hairline? Guys, it's merch. You know he's balding, right? But he's got it all shaved down. He's sitting on a park, sitting on a park bench. Eyeing little girls with bad intent. And he's smoking a cigarette. But this is cool. Look at, look at this. Not only does he smoke, but he drinks too. 
That's right. He's got some empty beer bottles next to him. He's got the cigarette. Now, this is an interesting fact about this picture. He is wearing rosary beads. We've discovered on r slash Mersh that, and I, I'm sorry to whoever, whoever posted this there. I don't remember who it was, but shout outs and 07s in the chat room to that guy. Mersh in this photo, this was taken at a picnic where he's there with a bunch of friends. So this badass photo of him, it appears to be just a candid shot where someone's like, there's Mersh drinking and smoking. <laughs> there's stupid fucking Mersh. And I know this is true because there are videos of Mersh hanging out with his old comedian friends from back in the day, back when he had more than just Royce. And they all, I, like, Mersh's reputation has preceded him since he was a baby. He came out of the womb sipping big boy drinks, balding and cross-eyed. So that I think they just shot that as a, yeah, like a, a little, just taking a little slice of life photo, you know? Or did they? Is it possible? And I'm just floating the theory. We don't know this. Let me know what you think in the chat room. Is it possible that Mersh asked someone at the party, hey, uh, you've been taking photos. You do you mind grabbing a cool picture of it? Do you mind if I pose here next to beer? And then he set up the beer bottles carefully and he leans forward with intent and he's got the cigarette, you know, just looking like he's the, he's just the most relaxed guy. This is how he is every day. And this is, if that's true, the incredible part is what they decided to do with the background. They photoshopped in not one, but two atomic bombs but it's the same mushroom cloud twice <laughs> it makes no sense i mean seriously look at this computer enhance for me look at this it's the same mushroom cloud twice so okay he's like he's cool in the face of even a ato double atomic explosions hiroshima nagasaki going on behind him nagasaki no not gonna care about it i'm just gonna drink my drink I'm going to smoke my smoke. But they copy it twice down to the point where if you look closely, you can see like an electrical tower or something. There's something in the, the smoke there. So it's copied twice. It's like, what? What were you thinking? But my favorite detail of all, he added to his own album, which is in no way official, was never sold in any legitimate store. He added to his own album cover the parental advisory explicit content warning sticker. I mean, he really needs you to know. This is like Mind of Mencia, man. He's, he's a comedian completely unleashed. You never know what he's going to say. There's no reining him in. This is truly the Mind of a Mencia. Ladies and gentlemen, Without further ado, be entertained. This is Mersh Killjoy. You followed the written declarations of hilarity. <laughs> Who was the kid who went up after, what's your name? Oh, Mer Marsh. Mersh? Mersh? Yeah, he, Mersh. He, 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 he killed it a little bit. Yeah, no, he, he was great. He <laughs> little... Now, if you can't hear or understand it, there's nothing I can do for you. That's how the album was produced i i can't make it sound any better than this i had it too going for him and everything 
That is a funny little fuck, that merch. So, so, so far, this is basically a Louis J. Gomez comedy special. He's a depressed perk. George Bush's fault that you're gay for merch. Merch, you are the shit. You like deserts and gambling. Honestly, fuck all of you. Mersh is not feeling well right now. Why? What happened? <laughs> he's not. He's exhausted. Mersh, not only a comedian, family is a rapist too. Mersh, you drunken fuck. Don't <laughs> fix that car. You shouldn't be driving. <laughs> this is going to be good. This is going to be good. Don't fix that car. You shouldn't be driving. <laughs> Oh, he's raw. Mersh, raw, they say in the chat. Give me Mersh for the night. <laughs> I'm sit here with my rosary beads and just be bitter. See, even they do impressions of him. Did Mersh self-destruct yet and go through a story about uh, his breakup? He's he's working on it. Yeah, yeah. We're, uh... Oh, no, he did Yeah, he didn't get to that. He keeps on getting drunk. I love before he was talking about Tyler Perry promoting way too much. This guitar kicks ass. Like this guy... <laughs> When was the last time you heard anyone say that about anything? Even like an actually good song. This guitar kicks ass. He was thinking that. He put this together himself. He was thinking that. <laughs> Promotes his website on his voicemail. This is defensive merch. <laughs> defensive merch is fun. Defensive merch. Defensive trying emo to, merch. Trying to make people laugh through his tears. Defensive merch wishes everybody in this room was dead. I hope you eat a chocolate cake laced with cancer. That's my wish for you this holiday season. Listen, listen Pete Pessimist. Dude, I'm not Pete Pessimist. I'm Robbie Realist. Tell that lady. Wow, he's, dr he's drunk, he's slurring. I mean, he really has brought the whole package. Yeah, fuck, if he ever runs his mouth again at me, he ain't gonna be able to spin any fucking record because I'll cut off both his fucking hands, okay? Merch does rule, though. I Don't like die, Mersh. you skinny little fucktard. Now, that's interesting. Somebody called him a skinny little fucktard, so this is obviously a very long time ago, I mean... Merch does rule, though. I Don't like die, Mersh. you skinny little fucktard. Oh, man. He's vicious. He's raw. He's unleashed. Now, whoever he said he wants to die of a self-inflicted gunshot wound, he reversed the audio there. So, you want to have fun? Take the podcast and reverse it. Let's find out who he was talking about. And now, let me introduce you to my next comedian. He's also a lovable fuck-up. Give it up for Long Island Mersh! Okay, so that voice, for those who don't... And I had to research to figure this out, because I don't know anything about this world. You know, people think I listen to all these top radio people, like Opie and Anthony and Howard Stern and all this. I don't. I've never listened to them. So, apparently that guy right there is a character named Bobo, as we've learned from the track listing, Bobo introduction. So we've got two intros to this amazing album. And this Bobo guy, most of you probably know this, I guess, but this Bobo guy is like a retarded man that listens to Opie and Anthony. And Mersh, in his conniving, grifting, scheming ways, 
tried to get on Opie and Anthony by putting himself in the realm of Bobo. So he makes friends with Bobo and they went on like a comedy tour together or something. So he's got Bobo introducing him. And I think he included Bobo on this album so that if people actually bought it and listened to it, and by the way, it was $8.99 to buy this album uh, in what world? But I think the idea was you would go, oh, Opie and Anthony's Bobo. Is this guy part of Opie and Anthony? He does talk an awful lot like them. He says things like, okay, stupid and dummy and dick sucker. Maybe this guy is part of that. Is he friends with Colin Quinn? Is he friends with Patrice O'Neal? <laughs> Sorry, Philip Wave. So... I think that's the idea behind using Bobo here. Now, again, I don't know that world well enough. I'll be checking the chat room. I'll be listening to you guys. Tag me in the chat if here's what, something I need your help with. I'm usually pretty good at picking up stolen jokes. Okay, I have a knack for hearing them. I go, I know I've heard that somewhere before. I have a blind spot, though, and that blind spot is basically that New York sphere of comedians who were like Opie and Anthony guys, the tough crowd guys, Colin Quinn's friends, all those guys that talk exactly the same way, Colin Quinn, Jim Norton, all those dudes. That's probably who Mersh is stealing jokes from. So if you hear a joke that you recognize from somewhere, and I've already been told that there's one probably stolen from, I think, Patrice O'Neill on here. If you hear one, Call it out in the chat. I can't wait to hear it. So Bobo just introduces him. He gets up on stage. Yeah. Uh, just a heads up, I'm not going up yet. So that was... <laughs> oh, well, Bobo. While I appreciate the effort, Bobo. <laughs> you silly retarded uh, man I hired to do this. Oh, God. Yeah, you know what it says. You better stop your bullshit right now, you fucking drug addict, fucking whore addicted piece of shit. You better stop your shit right now or there's going to be fucking problems, you fucking asshole. Wait a second. Is this the intro to Pot Awful? What just happened? <laughs> Where did that come from? Oh, that's She Hates Me. So I guess I wasn't the first. Uh, maybe I'm copying. You know what? Uh-oh, Mersh caught me. I'm copying. Uh, he did the voicemail thing first. I think this album is from 2000. Oh, it's 2010. It says up there, 2010. By the way, let, oh, before we even get, I, I know we're 30 minutes into the show and we still haven't actually heard any of the jokes yet. And I feel like by the end of the show, we still won't have heard any jokes. Truly an aptly named album, Killjoy. But I just want to say a quick thank you and shout out to Kevin and Trey. Both of them managed to find this album for me against all odds. I have no idea how they managed to do this. I, I was told, and I'm not kidding, we tried to get this off of Amazon and nobody could buy it off of Amazon. It's only available on like the German Amazon store and it's not even working on there. I was told that they had to go to the dark, 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 dark to get this album. 
how you find something like this on a dot onion site, I'll never understand. But blessings to those boys. Peace be upon them. Thank you, dear God. Two thousand and nine sucked a pile of dicks, right? <laughs> Fuck. Whoa! Yes. Every comedian will be doing that joke next year about this year. That just immediately run on say twenty twenty. Am I right, people? Stand up comedy is dead. It's always been a bad art form. If you were actually funny, you wouldn't need the people in the audience to drink while they're watching you. I'm pretty sure the only thing my audience is drinking is Dr. Pepper. So you tell me who's funny. Fuck 2009 and its mouth pussy and asshole, okay? 2009 was atrocious, and everybody can agree that it was not a fun year. Look at this. It's aged me, okay? Look at me. I look like. And that's 10 years ago. What does he. Oh, what does he look like? Somebody asked me, is it all looks like jokes? Here we go. Here's number one look like joke. Shit. You people know. I'm oh, he just looks like shit. Okay, I guess he wasn't so practiced back then. 26 years old, okay? Like, I look like shit for my age now. And it's all thanks to 2009. Like, yeah, it has nothing to do with his cigarettes and booze. 26 years old. I'm like trying to be a comedian and do acting Drunk. and shit, right? Like. <laughs> oh my God. All right, you're not going to get this. This is very specific to something that I see when I see wannabe comedians. And I, I love that we're getting to listen to this because the, when, a, when a guy who's a nobody puts out an album, like you haven't put in any of the legwork, and I, don't, I know he opened up for Doug Stanhope or whatever. You don't put out an album until you have an audience to buy it. Like he could put out this album now, I would have bought it. Oh, I would immediately bought it. I love getting to see this stuff because they make the same mistakes as fake comedians, wannabe comedians, while acting like they're real comedians. So he just said, I'm trying to be a comedian. Dude, you're recording an album. You Don't say that. I, ma I made a joke about exactly that concept in 2008. There's a video online of me doing a stand-up routine, and it's just me making fun of stand-up. It's from 2008. I, th I think the video came out later than that, but it was recorded in 2008. And in it, I go, I'm trying to be a comedian right now as we speak. That was one of the jokes. Here he is two years later doing it for real. I always knew stand-up was garbage. Like, now I can only really, like, try to, like, read for roles of, like, the guy in the heist movie who's doing his last score, you know? Like, I'm 26 years old and I'm already auditioning for, like, hey, man, just one more and I'm out of here, dude. I'm retiring after this one. I'm running away to Mexico. Like, nobody's laughing. Oh, no. Nobody's laughing. He got up there, got that big energy start. Now nobody's laughing. They're saying, I'm waiting for the shut up, stupid bit uh, you know it's going to happen something like that dummy stupid it's going to be in there i want to also point out the way he ran on stage immediately just launches into it and he fuck this fucking ass pussy shit that's all of those guys that's all of those guys and louis i guess louis ck was one of those guys he was on opie and anthony 
There's a lot of CK in this. And this is pretty early to be biting CK. Just fucking sad, dude. I have aged so goddamn much, which I guess kind of like lines up with my lifestyle because I don't really take care of myself. I figure I'll be dead by 52, so I might as well have my midlife crisis now, right? So it's just, just fucking get it out of the way. Old joke alert, have old joke now. alert. and shit, fuck it, right? Joke jail, joke I'm jail. Man, I, I, like, I always get this shit from like, you know, girls that are trying to be nice to me or like strangers and they're like, oh my God, you're only 26 because like you Ooh. seem so much older. I, I, I just didn't get that from you that you were 26 because you, you seem so much older. I'm like, no, bitch, I look older. I get it, okay? Not aging well, okay? No laughs. I'm wearing fucking crooked jaw clothes. I smell like weed and I'm living on my sister's couch, okay? So what? I'm pretty... I didn't know that was coming. I did not know that was coming. Oh my God. Joke jail, joke jail. They're saying, where's my looks like joke? Holy shit. Sister's couch. Everybody quoting it. The chat's behind. Ha 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 ha. Slow down. Jim Norton rip off all the way. Cocaine. Yeah, I was noticing he's coked up too. I was just about to say that, and then he said the couch thing. Oh my god, cocaine is a hell of a drug. I need a second. I need a second. I, I, we're not even a second into it. I, I, we're four minutes in, Ugh, and we're 38 minutes into the show. This is going to take... I, we're going to have to cover this for the next 15 years. Pretty sure you didn't get the idea that I'm older because I'm just so fucking together, right? Like, <laughs> I'm hot. I'm hot. I need to, you know what I need? I need the AC on. I need a fan. What can I do? What do I, should I just let this run? I'm going to miss it though. Oh my God. What do I do in this moment? I need to cut the AC on. I'm going to die. I just, I just exploded with so much excitement that my entire body is now flush and sweating. I'm hot. I need somebody help me. I look like shit. I get it. It's all good. Fucking, I, I, it's just terrible, man. I should not look this age at this age. You know you look like shit when you're 26 years old, when you go into a bar, and not only does the bartender not card you at 26, but then everybody at the bar starts asking you to tell stories from Vietnam and shit. <laughs> like, dude, I don't, whoa. At least, like, the Gulf War or some shit. Like, that's just way fucking off. I don't even know where you're coming from with that shit. I just feel like crap from age. I don't take care of myself. Like, I never have. I just do drugs. I have sex with strangers. Like, I just don't oh, fucking take care of myself at all. The Mersh like, effect is on. The Mersh effect is in full effect. I just, I just reached over to turn on the fan. And then I come back to the chat, and they're saying, your dad is the reason you have AC. This guy, hip star in the chat room. It's the Mersh effect. It's happening. They're mad. They're mad. The Mersh gunt knights are here. Ooh, boy. White knighting for old Mersh. From Christian Science Magazines and Twitter. Like, that's just... What did we call them? What is the name for... I can't even think of it now. We came up with some name for the Mersh Knights. I don't need to go to a fucking doctor, right? Okay. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm still stuck on this couch thing. Just read Christian Science Magazines. I'm like, did you know you could get AIDS from holding hands with another man? Holy shit. Thank you, Dad, for funding me. <laughs> I, I wish. I wish my dad was here because he could have turned on the AC for me. No, no, no. I'm, uh, I'm actually funded by, and this is going to be crazy to those Mersh Effect people because it's not working out for them. 
I'm funded by all those other people you're surrounded by in the chat room. See you on Wednesday. <laughs> I never knew that before. Apparently, when just I was drown him out with bones. Ignore him. We don't have to ban him or anything. Ignore him. Just drown him I'm with never bones. Speaking to his ass again. And now I get all my medical information from Twitter because I'm getting into the new age now. So now I don't even go to the doctor. Now I just sign on Twitter once a day and I'm like, hey guys, I've been coughing a lot. Do I have AIDS? Answer me in 140 characters or less. Dude, I mean, sweeten the audience or something. Like, throw in more laughter. It, this is embarrassing. This Twitter shit is tricky. Oh, man. I'm getting, like, old and lazy. I just don't care about life anymore. Like, I just don't. I don't, like, I get up and I go, eh, not today. Just, we'll try tomorrow. Like, I get up now, like, I got friends that call me about shit. They're like, dude, man, you want to go skiing or snowboarding? I'm like, nah, not really. I don't want to do anything. Get any pot. <laughs> it has just been not a good year. It was See, drunk people will laugh at just the idea of a drug. You got any pot? That wasn't a joke. Do you have any pot? That's a thing that most of those people would probably ask somebody. It was a great year when I first got back. Everything was awesome, right? I got a brand new car. Everything was exciting. I had this really nice car I was pumped about. I was like, yes, yes. yes. Fucking nice paint yes. job. Yes, had, like, talk about GPS, the car. Remote start, a car alarm. I had the best car alarm in the world in it. It was like really sensitive. Yes. Like if you just leaned in the window, it would like start going off, you know? And then like every once in a while it would go off and it turned out it was just because a minority moved into the neighborhood, which I thought... <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know they made these. Holy shit. That's going to come in handy, man. I, I mean, I don't know that he's stealing these jokes. I just know it feels like it. Do you know what I mean? Like, even if these are original thoughts to him somehow, you've heard it before. And I don't just mean because this is from 2010. I'm putting myself in the shoes of, I did comedy in 2010. I did stand-up. I knew people who did stand-up. I listened to everybody's jokes. I know who was big at the time. I'm putting myself back in that mindset, and I'm going, if I heard this, I would go, this is derivative. At the very least. Fantastic. <laughs> Just be great. Be like, Dude, did a black guy move into the neighborhood? I don't know why. Oh, never mind. Yeah, I definitely moved in. Okay. Good. I'm just keeping an eye on him. It's a great car, man. I like. What was that edit? That was strange. Hang on. Good. I'm just keeping an eye on him. It's a great car, man. I like all this cool. Oh, that might be somebody piece. It might be that there was pieced together from the album. I don't know. That would be weird if that's the way the album was, though. Shit right? in the car. I even had a GPS unit, which I was like just getting adjusted to. Never had a no. GPS unit before. No, he's doing GPS comedy. Oh my god. I don't know if you guys know this, but. Mersh gets all of his inspiration from a podcast called Come Town. And by inspiration, I mean he just routinely rips it off. Routinely. We've proven this before. The whole Roger Rabbit thing. Uh, he did another one recently. What was it? Like the other day, he ripped off Come Town again somehow. Now I don't remember what it was. But there's this guy that Come Town makes fun of. He's just this little local comedian to Baltimore named Tom Myers. And it's fun. It's a funny thing. They make fun of this guy, Tom Myers. And Tom Myers has an album where like half of the jokes are about GPS. Then they go into this whole thing about the GPS. 
That means Mersh sat there listening to them make fun of Tom Myers for this GPS stuff. And he had to think in the back of his head, oh, that's me. I'm that guy. I'm Tom Myers. Mersh is my Tom Myers. And uh, it makes you really lazy. And, um, you know, I had one of the really, really good GPS. I had like a million language settings. It was like, it actually adjusted to itself over time. And uh, I remember one time it was so intelligent. I was driving on the road for a while and uh, I was smoking a blunt in the car by myself. And like, it's Tom Myers rules. Mike Mersh Scheel is Jewish. Got a lot of bones in the chat room. So, uh, GPS. Yeah, every track started with, so, uh, 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 uh. It took me a little while to realize, but my GPS unit got a contact high, which I didn't even realize. <laughs> the British are coming, man. I've tried pot. <laughs> it didn't say shit about that in the instructions at all. Wow. I was just driving down the road, and all wow. of a sudden, I'm like, wait a minute, I could have, wait a minute. I, that was exit 28. I could have sworn that was my exit. And then all of a sudden, my GPS unit just kicks in. <sighs> All right, dude, look, um, look, I'm the asshole. I'm going to say it. I'm just, I'm the asshole, but, uh, the crowd is not even paying attention. This is the back of a bar. Everybody's watching the game on the TV. They're having their own conversations. Nobody's there for merch. Yeah, dude, that was totally our exit. I'm sorry. I was fucking, I don't know what I was doing. I was texting my ex-girlfriend and... <laughs> I'm just that's Mersh's friend in the audience. I know it is. I know it is. He sat closest to the microphone. He's trying to get people to pay attention again. So he goes, ha 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 ha. Okay, everyone, right? Yeah, are, we're okay. Eventually, that guy will even give up. I just been going through some shit, man. I don't, fucking failing all my classes this year. And, my parents aren't going to send me money anymore. And I'm like, look, I don't care. I just need you to get me to where I need to go. Did he just project his life onto his GPS? A couple miles later, my GPS scene is like, dude, can we stop at Sonic, man? I'm fucking starving. <laughs> dude, they got these, like, they got these tater tots and they put chili and cheese on them. Uh, fuck. Okay, so you smoke weed and you think this is how guys who smoke weed act? I don't know. So I got rid of that one. I had this GPS unit okay. and I was like, trying to, I, I can't deal with it. So I was playing with the language settings and I stumbled across a language setting that I don't know if a lot of you figured out, but like it's only in the Garmin units, but they actually have a voice setting for sarcastic, passive aggressive girlfriend. <laughs> Hostbusters in the chat says he probably smiles and drinks his beer after a joke gets a laugh. I know you're right. Maybe you're just saying this because you've seen it. There are videos of Merge doing stand up and after every joke, he turns all the way around with his, he, that glorious wide but flat butt facing the audience, you know? He, he's wearing a vest for some reason. So he turns around and his little bum is poking out from under his vest. And he takes a huge swig of beer and he does that, ah, you know, really enjoying his time on stage. But I noticed something in the video I saw of him doing this. He was actually doing that to cheat. He had his jokes written out on a notepad on stage, and he was hiding it under the beer. And he was reading each next joke. So he would turn around, take a sip, and he'd be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, okay, go, 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 go. So anyway, uh, GPS systems, am I right, people? Which... <laughs> 
it is lots of GPS it is humor. no help when you were trying to get somewhere because you're just driving along and you're just like you know nah I think I'm going to take a shortcut I know Dexter 27 and then the GPS just kicks in well why don't you just but like no that's fine because like no I like spending all day on map quests for no reason that's cool no that's cool because you just Oof. do whatever you want anyway like I do all the preparation and no I Oof. like that though I like a guy who, who takes control of the situation and ignores everything I ask the GPS being the annoying girlfriend routine. Man, I mean, you might as well have just gone out to any open mic in the country and recorded that. Just whatever happened at an open mic anywhere in 2010. It was all this. Give him um, to just take care of me as a woman. No, that's fine. That's don't touch me. Don't. And by the way, I'm not saying you have to be like revolutionary or anything with comedy. You just gotta be funny. Touch me right now. <laughs> I'm just trying to set the fucking forget it. You end up arguing with your GPS unit for like 10 miles. No, because you always do this to me. Every time it's like, I'm just like, make a left, and then you have to turn it into a big thing, and I'm just trying. <laughs> you know what? Just tell all the other GPS units you walked into a door. How's that? Oh, because of that thing that we all know about, that idea of the thing. I'm very abusive you know? to my GPS units. My GPS unit is currently sleeping at her mother's house with the kids. <laughs> My GPS unit's like, I'm not coming back till you take the anger management classes. Like, Whatever. <laughs> Bitch. One thing I did stop, though, I drew the line at. I'm not getting an OnStar in my car. Can anybody agree with me? Is that just a little creepy for you? Does anybody, like, actually want... He said he had one. In his, like, all the features he listed of his cool car... He called it something else. He called it Remote Star, which I assume is the same. I don't, it's either him fucking up OnStar or some off-brand OnStar, right? He said, I've got a Remote Star, but now he's drawing the line there. He can't even keep his own internal joke logic working. Fuck OnStar in its mouth. I want nothing. Yeah, man, we all hate that. That's something we all have a feeling about is our anger at OnStar. Oh, God. Yes. Thing to do with having an OnStar because it's just too Orwellian for me. Like it's too Big Brother. Like it's cool in the commercials because you see the commercials and it's just like, this is Greg from OnStar. Do you need assistance? And you're like pinned under a tree and you're like, yes, Greg, I do. That's very helpful of you. Thank you. <laughs> and tell GM I loved the free satellite radio trial too. That was fun also. Okay. I can't remember everything. I don't, maybe I don't remember 2010 as well as I think I do. OnStar, was that a huge thing in 2010? I feel like OnStar was already on its way out by 2010. Like, he's talking about GPSs. Is this material he had from 10 years before this? I feel like OnStar was a thing in like 2000, right? <laughs> Don't worry, this is Greg from OnStar. I'm fucking on it. Like, right, he's just on that shit. That's cool, right? OnStar comes in handy occasionally. But when does OnStar start overstepping its bounds? Because it's going to happen eventually. Like, are you just going to be stumbling out of O'Brien's later tonight and, like, getting into your truck and it's just... Psh. Hey, this is Greg from OnStar. Now, all right. Let's bet in the chat room. Is O'Brien's an actual reference to a place local to whoever these people are? And he said it hoping they would be like, I go there. Or maybe it's maybe where he's even recording it. Or did he make up the name of an Irish pub because he thought that sounded cool? 
Oh, yeah, I go to O'Brien's. Me, when I drink, I'm an Irish guy, so <laughs> I go to the Irish pub. I actually call it a pub. It's not a bar to me. It's a pub because that's what my people call it. I'm Irish. Yeah, O'Brien's. Uh, listen, Dave, I, I think you've had a couple too many drinks. Maybe you should call a cab. Like, Greg? Is that, is that Greg from OnStar? Yes. And uh, look, I'm just, as your friend, I think you should be driving tonight. You know what, dude? I don't really think that's any of your fucking business, okay? I didn't have... So, this is the same joke as the GPS joke. This is just an older version of the GPS joke, but he's doing it after the GPS. And OnStar actually would talk to you that way. So these jokes only made sense when it was OnStar. He is, he's squeezing out old material, trying to shake it off, looking like new again. Ask for a free OnStar free trial on my fucking car. I don't need your help. All right, man, I'm just saying. And then, like, this is going to get even creepier. Am I going to just be, like, nailing some fucking single mom in the back of a Dodge Caravan? O'Brien's is a shit semi-chain, they're saying. In the ch- is that true? It's a chain place? That makes that is actually third option, and it makes the most sense. Mersh likes his chains. He likes Applebee's. He likes O'Brien's. He likes Mulligan's. Is that a thing? What was the name? Miller's Ale House. Caravan one night, and all of a sudden, it's just, hey, Mersh, this is Greg from OnStar. Uh, between you and me, dude, you're probably going to want to wear a rubber. I'm just- <laughs> How many times have you heard that? The comedian pretending like they're busting through a door going, <laughs> He probably did a little kick on stage. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about Mersh. You know, I've met him in real life. And he wears these big baggy jeans, right? So his legs look like, I mean, maybe they are this big. Maybe he needs them. I don't know. His legs look like they're tree trunks. They're so big. But he has the tiniest little feet. Like, imagine Doug Funny when he was wearing his big suit. Think big. <laughs> That's probably too specific a reference but he's just got these tiny and they're completely pointed like this they're shaped like this his feet but they're only like maybe this big yeah there you go and they just stick out from under his giant jinko jeans so he does this little kick on stage <laughs> does this little kick and everybody had to see his tiny little bird foot as he did just look i'm not I don't want to overstep the bounds of our relationship. But something's not sitting right with me about this bitch. And that is not a pimple. <laughs> Fuck Greg from OnStar. Greg from OnStar is too up in my business. I don't need that shit. Hey. Wiggermersh business. Quick question for all the guys in the audience. You ever fuck a really ugly chick just so you'd have an alibi for later? Oh! No? Okay, that's just me then. Wow, they didn't... They gave him nothing. <laughs> he thought that was gonna blow people's minds. Way to leave me hanging, you fucking pricks. <laughs> Assholes. Saved it. Anyway, yeah, I nice back to New York. Everything's going good, man. I had like a hot... Okay, so this is in New York. Hey, I'm back here in New York. He says New York. It's probably somewhere out on Long Island, you know. He's like acting like, yeah, I've been going around. I've been doing the circuit here in the, the city. He calls it the city. For a while, I was dating, and I had this like new car. Everything was going great. And then like within a two-month radius, I lost my job. I got kicked out of my house. My chick left me, and then my engine blew in my car. 
You know, history has a way of repeating itself. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ten years on, and your life is no different, essentially. <laughs> essentially, right? Like, like, even now, he would say, like, yeah, I make money by doing comedy, right? And that's probably what he was saying back then, even though it probably wasn't very true. Like, just everything all in one shot. And I have the most heartless audience in the world. His voice is different, by the way. Now, that's a normal thing. People's voices change. My voice doesn't sound the same now as it did 10 years ago. But the way his voice sounds different. You know, we always make fun of him for doing his tough guy, New York cross-eyed tough guy act. And he's in New York, so you could think, well, maybe he's doing it because he's there. No. The way his voice is different is he's doing the Colin Quinn voice. It's not, it's not over the top. It's not so much that you would have to call it out. But it's absolutely there. The people who know, know. You're hearing it too. World, because 99% of the time, what, thank you. One awe. Fuck your mother, okay? <laughs> Fuck your mother. Fuck y your mother. Not your mother. Your mother. <laughs> Fuck your insincere awe in its mouth. But it was rough, man. And it was like, yeah, I have no car, no girl, no job. Everything fell apart. And it's ironic that generally in life, you have to take the train at the time where you most want to jump in front of one. And, uh... Now, I would bet money that he stole that joke. Might not be from a famous guy. Might just be from some other guy he knows. I would bet money he stole that joke. And it still flopped. Or as I call it, a crossroads in my life. <laughs> but I got adjusted to taking the train. I've gotten used to mass transit now. I've gotten really used to, like, subways, Long Island Railroad. I prefer the subways because in the city, people generally have what we like to call shit to do. So they don't, like, fucking talk to you. Oh, yeah. Because he's a New York guy. Yeah, we're in the city. We're city guys. Mersh didn't live in New York for longer than, like, maybe a year. I, at most. At most. But he's a New York guy. He's a city guy, man. This guy moved all around. He lived in, like, South Carolina and Florida and Jersey and all these Long Island, all these different places. But, no, he's a New York. At heart, he's a New York guy. You know, we got shit to do. They don't want to go through their shopping bag and, like, show you what they did this week. Like, they don't fucking care. You go to New York, nobody even makes eye contact in the entire... 30 million people, not one person making eye contact the whole time. It's great. As soon as you step on the fucking south rail of the Long Island Railroad, every single person in your car wants to tell you their life story. Automatically. As soon as you get in. Hey, how you doing? I'm Dave. I don't care. What are you? Don't touch me at all. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to Boston to see my niece this weekend. She just had a baby. Why are you still talking? Like... I blatantly just said to your face, I'm not interested in what you have to say. Wow, this really connected with one guy. <laughs> you Clearly, like, nobody knows what he's talking about. Oh, no, it's going to be great. I've ridden Long Island Railroad. I've ridden the, uh, the, uh, what's the one they call that goes upstate to? I've ridden the trains out of New York, you know? I've dabbled in autism. And I'll tell you this. I have never seen anybody speak to anybody on these trains. Never once. Everybody is trying to get a seat to themselves on a crowded train. It's insane. Hey man, we're having a shower. And, uh, 
Well, we thought we, we, I, I wrapped the uh, I wrapped the gifts in newspaper because I thought it'd be more homey, you know, a little more quaint. I don't care. <laughs> Shut up. So I got this new trick now. Every time I get on the Long Island Railroad just to avoid a conversation with some fucking zero I don't want to hang out with, I just get on the train, automatically cell phone to my ear, and pretend like I'm ending a conversation. And it generally ends. Oh, no. Is this going to be like, yeah, I really want to fuck that Dakota fanning? Or this is going to, it's going to be some over the top, like, yeah, I just, I just uh, got back from the doctor. It turns out my asshole is still weeping pus. It's like this. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, that was the best part, dude, because then Greg turns to me and he goes, how old is this chick? And I'm like, I don't know. We'll find out at the arraignment. All right, I got to go. I got to go. All right, I'll talk to you later. I'll talk. I got. I'm on. I have not heard this part. I did not pre-listen to that. On the train. All right, I got to go. That's, there's literally a Jim Norton bit, and I've heard him rip it off much closer, where Jim Norton says, you know, oh, I don't want to talk to my, uh, my girlfriend's family, so, you know, whenever, whenever I want the conversation to stop at the Thanksgiving, you know, dinner table, I just go, oh, so I'd really like to fuck that Dakota Fanning, and he has used that joke before. I knew it. I knew it. Okay. It's the same concept. It's obviously the same concept. Yeah, it's such an old idea, too. <laughs> Every once in a while, just to get an extra laugh, I'll look at the person I sit next to and go, sorry about that, work. You know <laughs> my, uh, my illustrious comedy career has brought me all over the world, everywhere from Philly to Jersey. It's been uh, quite, a, quite a road. I've been all over the place, huh? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Who does that? Somebody does that. Je the way he just said Jesus. L listen back to this. Quite a road. I've been all over the place, huh? Jesus. Jesus. That's somebody. I Man, I can feel it in my bones. Ooh, Mersh, calm down. <sighs> somebody says it like that. Jesus. <laughs> so I, uh, Man, I hope one of you out there is a comedy fan and knows what I'm talking about here. <laughs> I am really, I'm really fucking setting the world on fire with my horse shit, aren't I? Yeah, man. I got to go to Philadelphia recently. Uh, give it up if you're from Philly. Anybody? Anybody from Philly? Mm -hmm. I love Philadelphia. Philadelphia is one of my favorite cities in the world. Um, I always warn people ahead of time, though. I'm very biased, so I might be wrong on that. I love Philadelphia. Jesse has a life thanks to his mom. Yeah, that is true for all people. <laughs> is this guy retarded? Hipstar is very mad. I don't know if anybody else has looked at the chat room. Every time I look, he's got some angry... Con what are you mad about, man? You're, either, you're here for one of two reasons. Uh, either to defend Mersh or to enjoy Mersh's album. What are you mad about? We're just listening to his album. I don't understand. <laughs> what is the problem with that? Why, why would you be so angry on behalf of a man? <laughs> Have you even met Mersh? I mean, he's very small. Delphia. But I'm also a huge fan of American history. And I oh, are you? I also really, really wish Tom Hanks had AIDS. So I don't know if... <laughs> I might be being a little biased. What? You might be biased? Because you wish Tom Hanks had... He just learned the word biased, and he did not correctly learn what it means. And I went to, I went to Jersey once, and I'm never going back. I'm done with Jersey. Unless somebody's got Jets tickets, you're not going to fucking see me in Jersey fucking ever. Fuck Jersey in its mouth. Can anybody in Jersey? Fuck Jersey. Oh, wait. Uh, Hipstar is Mill Hip or... Yeah, Hipstar is um, Mill Hip, I'm pretty sure. I think that's it. 
Did the wait Millhib's girl left him? The big fat leg girl left him? Was well, so is there no Millhip anymore? Boy, comedy lost a great one. Jersey, fuck Jersey. You don't know what that is. Neither does anybody else. Doesn't matter. Fuck Jersey. You live in Jersey. Fuck Jersey. Fuck Jersey. Wholeheartedly, fuck Jersey. If the Jets would just come back to Long Island, I'd set Jersey on fire. There's nothing good about New Jersey. <laughs> the worst thing about New Jersey is New Jersey Transit. I really feel like I'm in like pre-Giuliani New York City whenever I'm on New Jersey Transit. It fucking stinks. It's like 1993 on there. It fucking stinks. It stinks. Now I say stinks. But I say it because um, cartoons say it, <laughs> you know, the critic says it, um, they would say it on Nickelodeon, you know, oh, it's, you know, it's stink. He's saying it because it's that New York thing. But the other thing is he's saying he would never go back to Jersey. He hates Jersey. You know, the ROTC big trip to New York so they could be on gas digital. Guess where they stayed? It wasn't in New York City. They couldn't afford it. No, no, no. It was in Jersey. In fact, the other day I was in New Jersey Transit. I was sitting right next to Colin Ferguson. I didn't even know. I didn't even know they let him out. He's doing really good, too. Colin's doing great. Who's Colin Ferguson? I don't know. Still hates the white man. Still hates him thoroughly. And rightfully so. I mean. And and here's the thing about New Jersey Transit. This is why it sucks. And this is why New Jersey Transit will always suck. Because you can't get on a rail on New Jersey Transit and go, I need to get to Nice Town A and just go there. You always have to stop through some kind of shithole in Jersey. Doesn't matter what line you're on. You're like, all right, I'm just going to go to Matawan, New Jersey. Next stop, Elizabeth. And you're like, oh, God. Oh, this is getting dicey. Okay, I think we're about to confirm that Mersh does not have autism. I'm sorry to disappoint you guys. There's some people from r slash Mersh who I'm sure do not want to hear me say that, but Mersh right now seems to just be describing the way trains work, and he doesn't understand it, which is, again, you could not have autism and not understand the function of trains. Next stop, Newark. Oh, awesome. So in Mersh's mind, he should be able to get on a train and just go to only where he wants to go. That's called a car, Mersh. And even then, you got to drive through some of those places. Maybe an airplane. I think you're thinking of an airplane, Mersh. You see, a train makes stops. Surely he understands that. It was just for the one gag. Looking forward to this trip. Next up, Camden. Oh, fuck it. Okay, well, uh, I mean, Mersh, you understand, though, you're not having to get out at those stops. It's not like a cruise ship where they dock at a port in, I don't know, St. Lucia or something, and you're like, well, I guess I'll get out and see what the locals are like, and then you're not allowed to go any further than the dock. It's not one of those situations. You, you don't go into the bad town. You go through the bad town. That's what you want to do. See, that's called movement. It's a train. You, if you look, this is just to help you out, Mersh, if you look at the train's schedule, if you look at the, uh, the path that it takes, It'll tell you before you even get on it all of the places it's going to stop. Have you ever looked at a map, for instance? <laughs> Do you understand geography? I know you're a history buff. Maybe brush up on geography. Fuck my life. <laughs> just sitting there, I'm like, dude, I just want to get to Maddo. Ding! Next up, Rapedale. Whoa, wait a minute. Where the fuck is Rapedale? 
He got off at Rapedale. I've never even heard of that place. By the way, Rapedale, not a nice place. And I'm like, fucking, at one point, I'm just sitting there zoning out. I thought I was so high, but it really, I really was seeing this. I actually saw a homeless rapist with track marks playing the bagpipes. Just hanging out on the fucking... Like, something's not right about this. So I actually grabbed the first cop I saw, and I was like, you gonna do something about this? And he went, ta, that's just Pete. <laughs> okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. He's just gonna, he'll tuck her out. He'll get out at Elizabeth. Don't worry. <laughs> awesome. You know what every comedy album needs? Local references. Now, I understand these references. I lived in New York. I know about Elizabeth, New Jersey. But if let's say you bought merch. Let's say in some bizarro world, upside down, parallel universe, you know, where Cthulhu reigns, you bought Mersh's album in 2010, but you lived in oh i don't know anywhere else anywhere just name it throw a dart at a map the ocean is probably where you live if you do that but if you lived anywhere else you're not going to get that why would you put that on your album i'll tell you why nervousness a comedian does those type of jokes when he's not sure if he can make the crowd laugh when he's not sure if they're going to be feeling it. So he's got to have a few in the back pocket, a few local references to start riling them up a little bit. Now, you'll notice the big ones, the big name comedians, they never do the local stuff unless they're doing a homecoming show. You ever see these specials where a guy is like, wow, it's so great to be back in, insert name here, stupid fuck, ta- rape, Rapedale. It's so great to be back in Rapedale, where I grew up, my people, and then they'll do one local reference just to set the tone. But that's for the viewing audience at home. That's for you to go, oh, he's from there. That's cool. Wow. Look at all the people who came out to see him in his hometown. He's like the hometown hero. That's what you're supposed to think when they do that. Mersh has no hometown because you can't have a hometown if you don't have a home. I got home to New York and uh, things got interesting. I uh, obviously reunited with a lot of you people and saw a lot of old faces and uh, one of my buddies that I hadn't seen in a super long time, a uh, guy, Jesse. Uh, what? <sighs> I'm so glad I had not taken a sip of Dr. Pepper yet. I would have spit it out all over my own face and lap. And then I would have kept spitting it into my lap and going, yeah, yeah, you like that, don't you? Uh, okay, I got to hear that again. Uh, one of my buddies that I hadn't seen in a super long time, a uh, guy, Jesse. Okay, what did Jesse do? <laughs> this, this album, man, this is creepy. This is starting to get creepy. Uh, who I went to high school with, who... Uh, uh, okay, if you're going to spam the chat, the one thing we don't allow, I let him sit in here the whole time. The one thing we don't allow is spamming the chat room. Please go ahead and ban the people spamming. Thank you so much. It was a mess. You can stay if you stop spamming, though. If you're done spamming, you can stay. But don't fill it with the same thing over and over. Come up with new ones. I was fine when you were coming up with new ones. Oh, Jesse lives with his mom. Jesse lives with his dad. His mom 
created his life. His dad created his life. Actually, it wasn't new ones, but at least you were typing it slightly differently every time. That's all. That's all. Yes. Was it okay, well, I need to know what Jesse did. A lot of you people and saw a lot of old faces. And uh, one of my buddies that I hadn't seen in a super long time, a uh, guy, Jesse, uh, who I went to high school with, who uh, was a mess. was a train wreck of a human being, as was I. And, uh, well, he was. Let's not give him any pity. Shut up. He's a... <laughs> I could clip this and use this for so many things. Us, come on, look at me. Jesus Christ. We're fucking soul brothers here. And like we're just sitting there talking about fucking soul brothers here. <laughs> he can't figure out if he's Italian, if he's a New York guy, if he's a wigger. At high school and all the cool shit we've been through. We started talking about like some of the cast of characters we hung out with in high school. Like some of these people were rolling into this party we were at one night. One guy came in. And, uh, like, one guy we were talking about is the, like, you can't pace yourself guy. Oh, no. Okay. All right. For those of you who aren't autistic about comedy, we're now on what's known as a jag. And this little jag, this little runner, okay? You want some industry terms? We're going on a little runner right now. And this little runner is going to be the... Those type of guys. The, you ever run into this guy? You ever see one of these guys? And it's going to be something so incredibly specific that you're going to go, no, what the fuck are you talking about? And it's always the guy who's asleep by like 9.30 at every party in fucking high school. He's just like, come on, man, we're going to get some beers. That's from, that's like Dane Cook shit he just did. He's stealing from all over the map. Uh, man, I, I, can, I can't picture the comedian, but I can see the movement of them in my head as he does that sound effect of... That's, I can see them doing it. What happened to him? I don't know, dude. He had like four beers and like... I don't know what happened. And then he fucking raped a girl and uh, cops are on their way. We got to hide him in the bushes. It's not fun. Rape, you start rape, drinking rape. with them and automatically 10.30 p.m. out like a light. And then it's like usually about an hour after that. It's about 11.30. You walk by him again and all of a sudden you're like, wow, somebody drew swastikas on his forehead. That was creative. All right, awesome. We'll check in on you later, buddy. He's not. He's never been to a party. He didn't go to any parties in high school where they're drinking beers. He's describing a movie he saw. This is, that's a movie, you know? Oh, man, the big part, the rager at the cool kid's house in high school where all the kids are drinking beer casually and not like, oh, my God, I can't believe we're doing this tea. The, the kids who drink casually, they, all, they look like Mersh in high school. You know what I mean? Like, it, at 14 years old, they look bald and beat like this. He, and then, the, yeah, draw. I, now, I had parties and stuff, friends over where somebody fell asleep and we drew on. I'm sure that happened. But all of this stuff together, like, this is a recurring thing. You saw a movie, you idiot. <laughs> you dummy. And then by the end of the night, he's got like swastikas on his forehead and pigtails and fucking. You already said the swastika thing. I didn't roll that back. He said swastikas twice. And eye makeup on and a freshly fucked mouth. <laughs> All kinds of fun stuff happened to that kid. Doesn't pace himself, guy. Is Mersh admitting to raping a guy's mouth? 
grows up into intervention dude. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here's the next guy. So he grows up. In, it's actually the same guy, but here's another guy for you. Intervention dude. Intervention dude is not fun. See, I knew it. That wasn't a one-off. He's going to go into this now. It's a runner. To have in your life. I am what, uh... He, see, what happened was he saw comedy on TV and he went, okay. And he took extensive notes. This is how... You say this, and then you say this, and then you say this. You would call a functioning alcoholic. So nobody's ever going to really take me aside and go, dude, you're killing yourself. You really need to stop. Why? I figured it out. Because inter interventions are just something we do for ourselves. Interventions are something you do when somebody's annoying the shit out of you. Period. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. You got plenty of friends that drink a lot and are probably going to die of liver disease, but they do that really cool Christopher Walken impression when they're drinking, and, you know, they usually get everybody up and dancing at the Christmas party. So you're like, ah, nah, that They do that really cool Christopher Walken impression. They do that really cool Dr. Evil impression. They do that really cool Borat impression. Hey, everybody, hey, it's me, Dr. Evil. I'm the life of the party now. One million dollars. Okay, Scotty, how about no? Go rock the vote. This is my new character. It's called uh, Dr. Evil wants you to rock the vote. Uh, uh, how about you go rock the vote, okay? Um, Mersh, the reason I stopped, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I'm losing my mind listening to this. The reason I stopped it there, though, is he said that really cool Christopher Walken impression. Now, anybody who does impressions does a Christopher Walken impression. Nobody thinks it's cool. Okay? I did one as a kid. Nobody, I never sat around thinking it's cool. That was Mersh talking about himself. The guy who does a cool Christopher Walken impression. <laughs> so Mersh would get drunk. He'd be at a party, and he'd be going up to girls who are like hitting on another guy, you know, they're not even, they don't even see Mersh. He might as well be the uh, house cat just underfoot. And he's going up to them in the middle of their conversation. Like they're talking like this to each other. And he just goes right between them, looks the girl dead in the eyes and is like, I put the watch in my ass. And she's like, what? I've never even seen Pulp Fiction. How old are you? guy's awesome intervention guy's a whole different story that's the guy who like you know took a shit in your fish tank at the christmas party and then grabbed your wife's titties fucking <laughs> threw up in the fish tank on top of his own shit uh none of these things have ever happened ever then fell asleep on your couch and as soon as that happens that's when at this point you might as well be talking about like yeah i was donkey punching your girl I gave her a dirty Sanchez. Like, this, nobody does these things. It, this is the idea of a 12-year-old. Everybody goes, we need to talk to Robbie. Because <laughs> Robbie's getting out of control. Also, what happened to Jesse? He bring, Okay, so he brings up Jesse. And this is, you need to follow along with these things. I'm not just obsessed with this because that guy's name was Jesse. I paid careful attention to things. And again, we're getting petty. He brings up Jesse. And the entire point of bringing up Jesse was this. He goes, I, like, I saw a bunch of people I used to know, like, my old buddy Jesse. Like, he's a, he's a fucked up guy. And Jesse and I were talking about other guys we remember. So the entire point of bringing up Jesse was to bring up other guys. We've heard nothing about Jesse. Jesse was not the intervention guy. Jesse was not the, uh, what was the other guy he came up with? The, part, the falls asleep at the party guy. Jesse was the guy 
who brought up the guy. You ever talk to these guys? Hey, you ever talk to these guys who bring up guys? You know what I mean? Like you're, you're like you're back in your hometown and you're like you see your friend like Jesse, like that fucking guy Jesse. And he's like, hey, uh, you remember this other guy? You know what I mean? Like, like you go to the you go to the uh, high school reunion, and he's the guy sitting in the bathroom all night, waiting inside the stall. You open it up to go take a fresh plop, and he's sitting there with his feet up on the uh, seat, so you couldn't see him under the stall walls. And he looks you dead in the eyes, and he goes, "Uh, uh, uh, you remember Trevor? You know what I mean? Like one of these guys, like one of that type." Of- <laughs> And you're like, what about Steve, dude? He drinks himself to death. You're like, yeah, but Steve does that wicked walking impression. You ever heard it? Steve rules. <laughs> See? No, no, we need to talk to Rob because he gra- Is he going to do it? Is he going to do the walking impression? Is he trying? He keeps bringing it up. Is he going to bring it back around and try to do the walking? Okay, how about no? My wife's titties. So that's how interventions work out. Interventions are just self-serving. Not to say that I wouldn't love an intervention. I would love to get on the TV show intervention just so I have the TV credit. That's really... <laughs> Oh, he ain't lying there. Mersh was an extra on One Tree Hill, and he puts that in his like comedy bios. That's one of his, he credits that. He was just a guy in the background of One Tree Hill. He's like, you know, as seen on. <laughs> That's like me putting in uh, the bio or the, uh, the about section for Pot Awful. Jesse P.S. is a comedian who you have seen on such hit TV shows as Girls and Daredevil. It's like I just walked by in the background. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I'm a de- and that comedians all do that because they have that thing where you know Bobo introduced him, right? So comedians get introduced to stage by somebody, and when they do that, they oftentimes will read your credits, and you want those credits. So when you go up there, the audience will go, "Oh, he's been on Comedy Central. This must be a legit comedian." They will stretch anything they possibly can. And when you have no credits, you know what you say? You credit the cities you've been to. Mersh has done this too. I've seen so many comedians do this. If you've never been on anything, if you've never done anything of import, you go, he tours New York and LA. You know, whatever the biggest city you've been to, you say he tours that, even though you did one show there one time. It doesn't matter. Desperate comic. <laughs> I would love that, man. I kill for the day. I get to go to do Caroline's on Broadway, and they're like, coming up next from Intervention. <laughs> Give it up for Merge. He ain't lying. Like That's what they do. showing up just to see if I'm still hitting the pipe. <laughs> be lucky like, if people dude, showed up. I'm not up. even here to see if he's funny. I just want to see if he'll let me check between his toes for track marks after the show. <laughs> I know where he's shooting it. But yeah, we're talking about all those dudes in high school. <laughs> we're not even halfway through, and we're already an hour and a half in. If you want to jump in Discord with me, and uh, we can enjoy this together. I see there's people already in here, actually. Let's see. Hello. Yeah, Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what, are you guys, Hello. what are you guys doing? Watching the show. We're watching the show. All right, what do we think so far? Potawful.com slash Discord, by the way. What, do you, what are we thinking so far of the album? Everything. Everything. I can't believe this is the spitting cobra of comedy. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot to mention. So, Luis J. Gomez is the Puerto Rican rattlesnake, and Luis. Again, I'm very good friends with Luis. I'm part of Gas Digital. Luis uh, goes by this name, but he knows it's retarded. Like he, it's tongue in cheek a little bit. It's like he's 
halfway serious, halfway joking around about it, right? It turns mm-hmm. it turns out Mersh, while advertising Killjoy, was referring to himself as everyone together now. The spitting, the spitting cobra, cobra. Oh, comedy. Oh, comedy. The spitting Greg Giraldo. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, I didn't think of that. Yeah, great. I forgot about him because he's been dead for so long. He probably, he, you know what? A lot of comedians did this too. Greg Giraldo was, was very, you know, I mean, as far as stand-up goes, he was, uh, it was pretty good. And he was well on his way. And then he, he was looking great. And then he died. And a bunch of nobody comedians just went, well, I guess those jokes are free now. Free bits. Yeah, that, free, free bits. That's free real estate. And so they just moved right in on his territory, just stole a dead man's jokes while his wife and child, you know, suffered. And isn't that what you do to dead men, though? Ha- has anybody heard a specific one that they've heard before? So far, I, I've I, heard pl- plenty of little idiosyncrasies like yeah. throughout this whole thing. That's Greg Giraldo. You're okay, like a hundred percent. I, I see. I don't know Greg Giraldo stuff well enough to be able to pick that one up. So, uh, that's that's one of those guys, the tough crowd Dude, guys. Uh, put, pull up uh, any video off of YouTube, like the first Greg Giraldo like single joke video, and play it, and you'll be like, "Yep, that's it." I mean, I definitely hear it. I know him well enough to go, "You're right," but. All those tough crowd comedians, I've always hated. I always hated Colin Quinn. The, the, the guy is so mushmouthed, and he was like, he was the, the guy who replaced Norm MacDonald on Weekend Update, and he couldn't get through a joke without fucking it up. He'd be like, <laughs> and I, I've always hated him. They, then they gave him that tough crowd show, and he's the moderator of it, and he can't speak. And everybody on the show is like doing an impression of him or Dennis Leary. And I've, they're all doing bits. It's, they're all do, doing bits from their stand-up. Well, that like from I, their crowd work. That I know. It's just it's like the tough guy version of Comics Unleashed. I get that. Whatever. That's that's a whole other discussion. I've just never enjoyed that type of guy. So their material just happens to be the one blind spot I've got in all of this. But I can st- I know it well enough that I can feel it when I listen to this. I can just feel that like. Okay, that little that little tilt in his voice, he picked that up here, and this little thing, that one word he chose there, he picked that up. And again, I don't know Opie and Anthony, but I've heard it maybe like two or three times from YouTube clips and stuff. Go ahead. Everything is copied from Opie and Anthony. Every impression, that, that's why I can't watch Nightwave or ROTC anymore. Everything, every one of his impressions is- uh, Shut up, stupid. Impression. Dummy. I mean, listen, just, listen to <laughs> this is Jared talking and listen to Jared's accent. This guy listens to Opie and Anthony. He knows. No, yeah. I, I mean, I listen to <laughs> so much O&A like, like, you know, for years. Yeah, this but, is but like Jared sounds crazy. like every guy who's ever called into Opie and Anthony. <laughs> hey, guys, longtime listener, first time caller. Wait, you called. <laughs> didn't you call two seconds ago? Yeah. Well, anyway. Um, I'm an expert. You're an expert. So every so you've noticed this since the first time you've watched day Nightwave one. day one. Okay. Day one, and day it's so one. fucking cringy. I, I I can't take it. All right, good when to know. Does his, when he does his impressions of an Italian guy, it's Anthony imp- doing the impression of Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, now I know that a little bit. 
Because although I never listened to Opie and Anthony, you know, I'm friends. Hang on, Cole. Don't just talk right over me. I, I, even though I've never listened to Opie and Anthony, I know a little bit of Anthony Cumia because I'm friends with Ryan Katsu Rivera and I've spent some right. time at the Cumia studios and stuff. And, you know, Ryan is, we can't have a conversation without him doing some of the Cumia stuff. But he's an impressionist. Right. He's, he's doing, I mean, he's like fully crediting. He's, you know, doing it. So I do, I know exactly what you're talking about, that Andrew Dice Clay. And also, a little bit of the uh, Tony Soprano thing they do, where uh, exactly you know it's a very difficult situation. That whole thing, there's yeah, there's a lot of that in there. And again, Mersh is supposedly Irish, probably Jewish, not mm-hmm. not really even New Yorker. <laughs> again, he hasn't spent he spent most of his time now outside of New York. Most of his life has been outside of New York. But he always falls back on that. He must, inside his head, think he is one of those guys. And, you know, he got into the ONA world, again, through this Bobo guy. And there are recordings on YouTube and stuff of him calling into Opie and Anthony and them talking to him and stuff and him prank calling them. There, one, one video that he's apparently proud of is he prank called Jim Norton on Opie and Anthony and made fun of him. And like he he was ripping on him and and talking about uh, Jim Norton ripping off his audience or something. I don't know what it was all about. I don't know the story. But this is a guy that Mersh has stolen everything from. Everything. Exactly. It's so bizarre. It's so strange. All right, I'm I'm gonna jump out of here for a second. I might jump back in. Uh, let's keep going. And then this one kid showed up to the party. Turned out he was gay. And, like, nobody ever really knew he was gay back in the day. Oh, uh-oh, this might be some more projecting. Turns out he was gay. Oh, yeah, you know that one guy who shows up to a party who's secretly gay? Do you know that guy? You don't? Wonder who it could be. <laughs> it was never really discussed, but as soon as the fucking revelation is shown to you, like, you have no argument for it whatsoever. Like, there's just, you got nothing. Like, people are like, yeah, dude, you didn't know he was gay? And you're like, hi. Yeah, you're right. Wow, shit. You're just standing there staring at like rudely at somebody at a party you haven't seen in like eight years. Is he talking about Dick Masters? You're just connecting dots while you're looking at him like, hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. He's totally gay. That happened to me. I had that whole holy shit. That happened to you? Oh. Uh-oh. He's gay all the Clip that. This time moment recently. It was kind of like the end of The Usual Suspects, except Kaiser Soze enjoys house music and cock. It's really the only difference. Oh, is that what gay people are into? House music? <laughs> no, I'm not knocking gay people, because anybody, Heather will tell you, Heather hates my guts, but she'll tell you. I pride myself on being a little bit of uh, what I call a fag magnet. <sighs> he prides himself on the, uh, you know what, hang on a second. <laughs> I gotta jump back into that uh hey, I, New York I, City with hey, I Jesse to, and Mersh. Hey, I had to, oh, yeah. hey, I had to jump back in here. Um Mersh just said he, he prides himself on being a fag magnet. <laughs> All around the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna play that one more time. I just I really I should not have jumped out of here I'll if he was about to say tell that. you Heather hates my guts, but she'll tell you. I pride myself on being a little bit of uh what I call a fag magnet. Fucking Mersh, man. So he prides himself on being what he calls a little bit of a fag magnet. 
<laughs> right. Surprisingly, that is not news. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, so Mr. Slave is pretty gay. My expectations. Yeah, when he exactly. said when he said that, the entire audience just did a, a like a knowing nod, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've all been thinking this. Actually, <laughs> yeah. All we're like, looking at you. Like before the show even began, uh, some guy listening to <laughs> house music was just went up to him. Um. <laughs> Okay, so he's a faggot. Now, I, I, I got to ask you guys this. We're an hour and 33 minutes into this program. A little less than that, actually. And uh, we're not even halfway through this album. Oof. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> because <laughs> this is going to go way too long. I know people are going to be mad if I try to take this to the nah. pizza fund later or something. Just do the five-hour show. Are we doing? Are uh, we doing a five-hour show? I got a whole a musical lo- number and everything. You get lost shit for merch, or do a free one on Wednesday at part two. Well, I need. I got to do it. I don't uh, know. I, th- I say take it long, man. Take yeah. Long. All right. We'll keep. We got five hundred people, captive audience. Come on. Do we? What? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, I mean, Carl too wants to jump in. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jesse. The uh, the people on r slash merch are going to cry if you don't go through the whole thing right now. That's I know true. that's yeah, I, that's why will. that's why I feel like I have to. But I'm wondering, is this going too long? And no, no, this no. is good. No. And we need that big finale. We, that finale ain't going to hit the same if you do a part. It, two. it won't hit the same. It won't hit the same. You're right. You're right. All right. I guess we're going five hours, guys. Now, Carl, Carl can jump Sorry, in. Jess. Nobody's stopping anybody from jumping into the uh, Discord here. I don't care who jumps in. Carl sucks, though. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> uh, some of his videos are funny, but I don't like him as a, like a, like a, not a person, as like a beast. Is that him? Did he just join? I don't know. Carl Doe, too? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, he's welcome. What's to up, be- Carl? He's welcome to be in here. Is he in the voice? I don't see that name. Where do you? No, nah, he just joined the Discord. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's welcome to jump in here. I don't care. We have a guy named Satan in here. Anybody's welcome to to join. Well, that's the Satan's welcome to be here because he's the guy who officiated Royce's wedding. Um. <laughs> 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 I'm I'm giving this a second to see if Carl jumps in here or not. If he wants jump to jump in, Carl. If he wants to say something, otherwise I'd like to go back to the album because this is already taking long enough. It's a rough album to listen to. Man. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I mean, this is it's tough, but every like five minutes there's this little nugget of, oh my god, what's happening? Like you know? that couch thing with the sister? He's always lived on a couch his entire life, apparently How now. Shocking is it ten years a couch man. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm one of these I'm one of the people who I like to try to be fair and I I don't I know some of the stuff about Mersh. Oh, there he is. I know some of the stuff about Mersh is a lie. And I'll mm-hmm. kind of joke along about it too, but I, I know it and if you push if if I'm pressed, I'll go, No, he's I- not really a leather daddy you know he's not that's not true that wasn't even actually him in the photo i have no problem admitting that and i usually do that with the couch thing he doesn't sleep on a couch he's got his own bedroom at royce's place but it turns out he sleeps on the couch yes hi carl jesse i thought we were all friends why why do you hate merch have you are you new (laughs) 
it's been a have year. Have you been listening? It's been a we've year. Been fr- it's, we've been friends for so long, and we went and drank, and we all had a great time. I uh, why do you hate him so much? When, what did he do to you? It's been a year, man. He did nothing. I made fun. I made a joke about him. All right. So, for instance, you're bringing up when uh, we all went out to to drink, right? Um, what, during- you don't drink, which is okay. It's okay that you don't drink. I mean, I my my mom doesn't drink, and a lot of other people in my life don't drink, so it's fine. Okay. So when we did that, you were sort of goofing around. You were sort of poked some fun at Mersh, poked some fun at me, poked a lot of fun at those other people that, you know, are not memorable there. And that's and that's fine. Everybody just lived with that and kept moving, right? I poked a little fun at Mersh back in October, November of last year, and he sort of had a, a queen-like meltdown over it. Mhm. That's it. I just thought it would That's be. It? I just thought it'd be funny. I did a parody of their show, and he did not take it well. Oh my goodness, that's that's terrible, man. You should just say you're sorry, and we, everybody should just get back together. Hey, man, you know? for the first five months, I was saying I actually like them. They're funny guys. I didn't think they'd react that way. If I know, by the way, your smoke detector is going off. Good alarm. I'll I'll fix it eventually. I'll fix it. But listen, Jesse, I just wanted to say that I think I think you're great. I think uh, your smoke detector was going. Your smoke detector was going off when you were on the Dick Show as well. You said you'd fix it then. How do you? How you were on the Dick Show and your smoke detector was going off then? That was like months ago. Yeah. How do you live like that? <laughs> what the 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 smoke detector or the the every the, the thirty seconds you're hearing a loud chirp and your brain is so vacuous that you're like this is fine, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. I mean, listen. I mean, it's uh, it keeps me awake. I don't live in a in a good neighborhood, so I always have to be on the lookout. What neighborhood do you live so, in? I live in like a borough park. You know, so Borough really... Park's not a bad neighborhood. That's the Orthodox Jewish neighborhood. Yeah, I just gotta, no, you don't know what they're gonna do when people <laughs> and stuff. And my girlfriend, my that. girlfriend lived in Borough Park. It's, it's the only thing you have to worry about is a a little gremlin running out in front of you, and gnashing at your ankles. Right, right. No, I completely understand. You know, I it's it's a difficult situation uh, but yeah carry on with your situation. show man i mean I'm, I'm watching i really don't have it's anything difficult to, to say. change the batteries in a smoke detector uh, i just don't have a ladder and you know i don't have a truck i don't have a room carl and, uh, and carl he's not no carl carl went down to the hardware store and said uh can i get a, some, a nine volt battery and they said yeah that'll be thirty dollars <laughs> And and he said thirty dollars. It's that seems a little high. I mean, well, you you know New York prices, right? I Jeff? got a coupon. I mean, crazy high out here. Why yeah. do you live in Borough Park again? That is an Orthodox Jewish neighborhood. I mean, no comment. No comment. You know, sometimes stuff happens, and you know, it's uh, it, life it's takes you back different directions. You know, some people live in Hawaii. You know why do why do, do people why do people live in Hawaii? You know it's it's a, it's a really difficult uh, question. Most of them because yeah. they were born there, and then some of them because it's a tropical paradise. Yeah. <laughs> Bor- just walks that, that path of life. Borough Park is a nightmarish hellscape where every Friday night there's a siren that goes. <laughs> to let you know the purge is beginning and the Jews aren't working anymore. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not this kidding. I'm not kidding. This, this is, is true. true. That's true. That is 100. Oh, I'm, I'm apparently I'm apparently ruining the show. I'm just reading the chat, so I I, I gotta go. All right. No, you have a great guys. No, check no, out. I'm ruining the show. Got There's it. this guy in the chat. His name is uh, what's his name? Uh, Polly Walnuts. Uh, Polly Walnuts. You fucking. I mean, I don't know what to say about him, but he might be right. <laughs> I don't know. He might be right. North Coast says stinks. Yeah, Eric Holmes says sucks. You know, Carl sucks. Insidious Juice kick test. Like I'm, I'm done. I can't, I can't take the heat. Um, I'm sorry. You better I, hope there's no heat, Carl, because you can't handle it if your house catches on fire. You would never know. Yep, It'd exactly, exactly. Carl, she, she's a real comedian. What's your name? Who, who said that? It's real funny. Thank really you. funny girl. Right. Guys, speaking Hilarious. of speaking of really funny, go check out Carl's interview with Frank Hassel. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, no, really. Check it out. It's, he left. It, no, he didn't leave. I kicked him. Um, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> he's not banned. I didn't ban him. I just kicked him out so he'd stop talking. Um, okay, so I'm gonna jump out of here too. Let's get back to Killjoy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's right. The gays love me. The gays love it. They don't like being called the gays, but they like me, so that's all right. But no, I like the gays. I defend their rights. Can we all just agree on one thing? Like, he and this defends their rights. One of the most important topics to Mersh: gay rights. Gay marriage to me is one of these things that we shouldn't even be fucking discussing in this country. Am I right? Like at all? Like why? The fact that like people are actually sitting and convening in rooms and getting dressed in the morning with ties to go to work, and then they drive 90 miles to work to sit down and spend eight hours going, should gay people be married? I don't know. I'm a gay. Like, really? Like, why is this even being fucking discussed? Gay people should be allowed to get married, correct? Valentine's Day of all days. Thank now, I know this is going to end in something about sucking a big, fat, hairy cock or something, right? I get it. But these are his actual thoughts, <laughs> okay? I just, for the right-wing folks out there, for the based people in his op based, 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 for the groipers, this is the real Mersh. If you don't know, Mersh one time ran up to uh, one of the Westboro Baptist Church people holding up the God Hates Fag sign and spit in her face, and he recorded himself doing it. He was proud of this moment. He was dressed like a... Sort of if Dracula was an undertaker and uh, also his head was shaped like a hood ornament. Thank you. Like his, he used to have this hair, used to have this weird like balding helmet hair mullet, this sort of duck, uh, you know, like the, the back of a duck, its tail and everything it was kind of shaped like that. He had a duck tail thing going on. It looked like his head looked like a cape. It looked like a vampire's cape. Keep hearing the same fucking weak-ass argument all the time, too. Yeah, gay shouldn't be allowed to marry. Why not? Because they like dick in the butt. Really? Like, that's it. That's your fucking argument for oppressing an entire group of people. Catholic boy, rosary beads. Like, yeah, we would love to give you civil rights and allow you to marry and have life insurance for your partner. You like dick in the butt? Like, is that really... America's been around how long now? And we're just, we're just graduating down to this level of, you like taking a butt? Nope. Now, I agree that gay people should be able to get married to one another because what the fuck is marriage? I mean, it's just, you're just saying somebody's your super best friend and you're going to live with them. 
So who cares? You know, marriage is a thing. Separation, church and state. I, you know, I'm, I'm with it. Okay. Should they be allowed to adopt kids? <laughs> Holy shit. I get in the same argument with these fucking right-wing religious people all the time. Oh, these right-wing religious people. You mean that's something you're not? Is what are you saying that you are not a right-wing religious person? Okay. Okay. I'm just I'm trying to. I know the pieces fit. Too. Hey man, if gay guys were allowed to marry, man. Hey, if gay guys were meant to be together, they'd be able to create a baby together, man. Really? Like, is that your only fucking argument? Yeah, man, if gay guys were able to procreate, then it would be God's will. And I'm like, look, I tell him straight up, two gay guys may never be able to create a child together, but they can create two broken-hearted fathers. And I think... <laughs> I think that should count. It's the fathers who make the laws. Those are those guys with the ties he was talking about. Mer part, of, part of the setup to this joke is that Mersh couldn't believe that men put on ties and go to work. You know how it is. You get to a certain age. You start having these deep thoughts. Like, you know, where are we? Like, who are we? Where do we come from? Who's this dead 13-year-old Filipino in my bed? Like, just... Wow, you're the next Anthony Jezelnik. You gotta ask yourself the real questions. <laughs> and I, I've started to learn, too, like, the older you get, the more black. He's right-wing when it's money involved. Blasphemous you get. And it started off with, like, fun blasphemy. Like, when I was a kid, like, we were, we were raised... Oh, here we go, some fun blasphemy. Again, I have seen many, many clips of Nightwave and ROTC where Mersh goes off on a 15-minute jag talking about how stop being mean to religious people and, oh, fuck these atheists and, uh, you know, oh, I go to church still and I went to mass on Christmas. Here's some fun with blasphemy. He's in the church and, like, when my nephew was living me for, with me for a while when I was a kid, one of my favorite things was when he would come home from school, I would have my clothes set up so that it looked like there was a person in them earlier so that he would think he was left behind in the rapture. <laughs> You're Catholic. Do Catholics believe in the rapture? I thought that was like Mormons or something. Does he not know his own religion? Am I wrong? I could be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I used to really do this. Too. No, you didn't, by the way. No, you didn't. I remember 2010, and this was a common joke. Okay? It was also a common joke in... 2004 <laughs> this was it was like a 10-year stretch where this whole oh put some clothes there. we actually thought that that was one of the ideas we had for our senior prank in high school was leaving clothes behind and not showing up as if everybody was raptured i remember that this was discussed what can we do for a senior prank <laughs> 2004 and he would just come home and go <gasps> And then I would just jump out from behind the closet and be like, quick, we've got to run. Yeah, there's no rapture in Catholicism. I didn't think so, but those people fucking drink blood, so who knows. Which actually goes along with the whole he's a gay vampire thing. <laughs> oh, is that how you laugh? Is it? Is it, Mersh? Is that how you laugh? Or did you hear another comedian laugh that way? Is it? Is it? The new world order is on its way. 
And I don't mean the one you read about in those awful, shitty Tim LeVay novels. I meant the one with Scott Hall and fucking Hulk Hogan. So he doesn't believe in the new world? Okay. Okay, right-wing guys. Okay, groipers. Okay, conspiracy guys. He doesn't believe in that stuff. There is no new world order. <laughs> the theme music it was because of the popular Christian movie Left Behind by Kirk Cameron. Thank you, Lila. You're right. It's playing, and we've got to go. <laughs> I fucking, I would go to like some really trendy nightclub that had bar clubs, like barcode stamps. Get one of those on my hand. That would really freak him out. You know, just, we got to go. It's happening now, brother. All right, I'm going to pack my things. Oh, my mom hated me. Why would a barcode stamp do that? And why do you think that's a trendy bar thing to do? Did he just... Is he humble bragging? Is he trying to drop like, yeah, I go to trendy bars? <laughs> oh, cool. By the way, I have a fag magnet, so... My mom is cool, you know? And uh, my, mom was, my mom and I were always very close. And uh, kind of fucked things up. Because my birthday is very close to Mother's Day. So, like, it was always, like, a weird thing for me. I'm pretty sure that Rapture is included in all versions of Christianity. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not a Christian. And uh, when my mom passed away, I decided I'm going to own this. I'm still going to celebrate Mother. Uh, Spooky Sammy says these are all Dennis Leary jokes. I mean, I think he is sort of the, well, I guess Bill Hicks is sort of the godfather of all of that if Dennis Leary is. But you know what I'm saying. Dennis Leary is that guy. He's like the template for all of these people we're talking about. Mother's Day, fuck that shit. I'm going to celebrate Mother's Day in the only way I know how. So now I just wish happy Mother's Day to every Latino teenager that I see walking around. Every time I see like a 15-year-old Latina girl, I'm just like, hey, Feliz Dia de los Madres. <laughs> Deep Budweiser. <laughs> what else are you going to do? Sometimes they get offended. I had one girl go, excuse me, I don't have any children. I said, okay, uh, you show me a 15-year-old Latina girl that isn't carrying two babies, and uh, I'll show you a dumpster with two babies in it. How's that? <laughs> I'll give him that one. That one wasn't bad. That one wasn't bad. Probably stolen, but you know what? I like to be fair. That one wasn't bad. How do you like them apples? I mean, either a dumpster with two babies in it or a girl whose high school nickname was the miscarriage machine, but I don't know if that's... And he ruined it. Wow. Boom, bomb, never mind. And one back off the scoreboard. I have Ellis and Brian behind me on the miscarriage joke. Everybody else needs to relax. Okay? If you're having trouble laughing, just think of miscarriages the way I do, as divine abortions. <laughs> miscarriages are just the man upstairs way of telling you you're not mother material. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that giving birth to Mersh <laughs> would be the way that <laughs> he's doing it now. There is a comedian who laughs that way. Who is the comedian who laughs that way? I know I keep saying this stuff, but one of those guys laughs that way. And if I'm right, that might be the indicator that he is currently stealing 
that comedian's jokes, and I'll explain how. Remember, Mersh is our Tom Myers, and Tom Myers from Cometown, they caught him stealing all of his jokes. They thought he was just a psychopath. At first, it turned out he was also stealing jokes, and one of the people he was stealing jokes from was this like Scottish comedian. Can't remember the guy's name. Some Scottish comedian. And for whatever reason, whenever he would steal that guy's jokes, he would start using an Irish accent. Tom Myers is American. And in the middle of his set, he'd start going, and they would keep going, why is he doing this Irish accent? Somebody went autistic on it. They looked it up. They checked the jokes. And they were word for word stolen from a Scottish comedian and then ported over to be about George W. Bush instead of, I don't know, Tony Blair or whoever the jokes were originally about. And so he couldn't help himself. He was trying to do a Scottish accent and it came out Irish and that was his tell. I think this little <laughs> laugh he keeps doing is his tell. I think this might be him fib or, uh, 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 ratting on himself that he's stealing these jokes from whichever comedian laughs like that. I need to know who it is. I need to know. Yeah, that is a black laugh style. I was kind of thinking it might be Patrice. But I'm not sure. Could be. There's a lot of choices. There's a lot of choices. I think this might be his tell. I think we need to look. And remember, Mersh is a little bit of an impressionist. So... We need to watch for these little things. It might be if he stops laughing like that and starts having another little idiosyncratic thing, because he wasn't laughing like that the whole time. He just started doing that in the middle of the set. So we might run into another little telltale sign of him stealing from another guy. <laughs> like if he starts dropping the mic onto his knee and we can hear him like laughing going, bonk, he's doing Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I just, I just want to point out the fact that I have two people pounding on a table <laughs> and another 60 people staring at me <laughs> like they just watched their child die. <laughs> two people left. Yeah, yes, the laugh is like Muttley from Wacky Races. <laughs> yeah, I know that one. But there's also an actual human being who laughs this way. The other people are just looking at me like they just watched their only child go into Tommy Lee's swimming pool. Like, just... <laughs> It's, it's, they're saying it's Jim Norton. I, is that true? Does he laugh that way? <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm okay with this. <laughs> oh, man. But you gotta have fun with it. Can't, look, if you can't have fun with religion, you can't have fun with anything, right? Like, come on. Let's fucking lighten up. Like, this world's a tough place. If you can't laugh at shit, come on. Have a good time. The most uptight group of people on the planet, and I'm sure there's a lot of you. Some people are saying Jim Brewer. Here, as Brad O'Brien's, are Catholics. Give it up if you're a Catholic. Make some noise. If you were raised Catholic, if you were baptized Catholic, Bobo, you were never baptized. Shut up. Wait, are you guys, hang on. I was trying to figure out what they were saying in the chat room. Are they saying that the people laughing in the audience are Royce and Marie? I don't think that's true. Why would they be in New York? I don't think that's true. I love the idea. I hope it is true. Uh, don't, you know, hold your horses on that one. If you were baptized Catholic, Bobo, you were never baptized. Shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. One of the people laughing is Bobo, a literal retard. <laughs> They're not allowed to baptize you. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> that was wrong. 
No, but seriously, man, Catholics are the most uptight group. Like, people always go, oh, Jews are uptight. No, they're really actually pretty cool people. Catholics are the worst. You can't even make a joke without Catholic people freaking out. One thing Catholic people really hate is, like, when you add stuff to their prayers. Who knew that? Like, right? They get really pissed off when you say, I just wanted to jazz things up, you know? Kick things up a notch. You know, for instance, like, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. See, everybody's saying it's 100% Royce. Royce and Marie did not live in New York. <laughs> I, you think they traveled to New York 10 years ago? I don't know if they were even good friends back then or if they even knew each other back then. I Again, hold your horses on this one. I know you guys are excited. Rain it in. You might be right. Rain it in for now. And so on and so forth. <laughs> no more Christmas Eve midnight mass for me. I hear, I hear the one you're talking about. Ah, ha, 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 that one. I know that sounds like... <laughs> and then Catholics get all mad. See, he's not laughing the way he was before. Now he's going... So he must have gotten out of somebody else's joke. When you paraphrase Jesus, well, I'm sorry, I'm not much of a reader. Like, I don't know what to tell you, okay? I'm not good at absorbing things, okay? I got the gist of the message. You can't say things like, and then Jesus said, he who is without faith, faith is a bitch-ass nigga. Like, they don't, they're like, they're like, Jesus never said that. And you're like, wait, no, I could have sworn, he said something to that effect, I think. <laughs> Jesus is allowed to say that because Jesus was black. <laughs> I'm That's the my belief. Across at least, right? <laughs> and now I've got to a point where I just fucking I just let loose. I don't even care anymore. So yeah, they just... are pointing out in the chat that he said Catholics suck and Jews are cool. This is a different guy. It's like it, so many of the things about his life are exactly the same as they are now except for his political stances and whether or not he thinks Jews are cool. Now my new thing is whenever, thank you folks. Now whenever, <laughs> they're gone. They're, I'm never gonna see them again. I oh my God. Oh my God. People are leaving during his set and he's acknowledging it live on tape. He's recording this and he's like, thank you so much. Okay, we're never gonna see them again. Why would you acknowledge it? So you, the room just went from 20 to 17. Thank you, folks. Now whenever, <laughs> they're gone. They're, I'm never going to see them again. I feel like I'm just watching my ex-girlfriend leave. I'm just like, all right, well. Like, and then, oh, the crowd is like, no, dude, this is too awkward. Don't bring this up. I knew you were going to leave a week ago. Like, I don't fucking, <laughs> I woke up two weeks ago. I was like, she's not sticking around. <laughs> I give a shit. But yeah, my new thing is now, like, anytime I say something really outrageous... That's so embarrassing. That is so embarrassing. You didn't have to say, this is an audio format we never would have known. We would think it was just as full as... Again, 20 people. We would have thought it was just as full a crowd by the end. And I feel like I might get my ass kicked. I just, like, throw a fictional Bible verse in there. So, like, I just don't get my ass kicked. Because people don't usually do that. It's like, I'll just say things. I'll be hanging. He's bombing. He's walking the room. And I'm like, yeah, no, I mean, you know... Obviously, you know, the Greeks and the Eskimos were responsible for 9-11. Wait, what? No. Well, you know, it said so in 1 Corinthians 2, 23, right? No. That, that laughter sounded like it might have been spliced in. 
It, it sounded louder than before the people left. And it, I don't know. It was, it was some weird disconnect there. I, maybe not. Let's listen to that one more time. Wait, what? No. Oh, you know, it said so in 1 Corinthians 2, 23, right? No. <laughs> It'll get you out of trouble almost, almost every time. I don't know. Something about that laugh there seems like it was... Maybe it was his friend saving. You know what? It might have just been they, they watched the people leave as he's bombing, and so his friends in the audience are like, ah, ha, 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 I mean, the guy is literally laughing that way. Ha, 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 ha. Maybe they're just trying to amp up the crowd again now that a third of the audience is missing. Almost every time. Like, you just, whatever you say. Like, nah, baby, it's all good. If we do anal, you're still a virgin. It says so in the book of Job, I think, somewhere. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's his friend saving him. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Oops. <laughs> That's the same joke twice, Mersh. You already did that joke. That, you just replaced the book of the Bible. That's all you did, the verse that you're quoting. It, was, it didn't work the first time. And then you're like, you know what? I'm going to double down on that one. Let me try that again. Maybe, maybe Job is funnier. Like, really? Does it say that? I don't know. I thumbed the book of Job. i got to be honest. <laughs> I don't really remember it verbatim. <laughs> Be hanging out in the city sometime, and I'm like, yeah, no, it's, it, I think it's quite obvious the Koreans don't have a soul, right? It says so in the Bible. <laughs> and then every once in a while, somebody will call you on it. Wait a minute, I'm on Wikipedia. It does not say the Koreans don't have a soul in the Bible. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry, I read a lot. No, I'm 2007 Virginia Tech yearbook. I'm sorry, that was... <laughs> Virginia Tech was in 2008. The important thing is that I remembered I read it somewhere, right? Can you guys believe that my mom actually wanted me to go to Bible college at one point? That was the plan. That was plan A. My mom was like, you're going to be a minister someday. And I was like, yeah, keep dreaming, bitch. Your mom just wanted you to do anything just anything anything other than what your life became that's what she wanted she just wanted you to not live on a couch that's all maybe the bible could help you out something i see where this is going listen you're a thalidomide baby okay i drink a lot when you're in the womb i'm sorry maybe if we pray to god we can save this oh what's that there's an entire section of the internet that is dedicated to making fun of your baldness well, never mind. Bitch. You know, it's bad when you're 12 years old and already your mind can't encompass a world in which you go to Bible school. <laughs> like, like, no, not happening. Like, what, really? Like, what am I going to do with Bible school? Like, I was, I, for a couple of years, I tried to entertain the thoughts. I'm like, all right, what would I do in Bible school? And then I'm thinking about it, like, having these fun. Like, you're watching those college, like, dramas, and, like, I'm watching them, and I'm thinking what my experience is going to be like. And it's like, hey, man, what are you going to major in this year? And it's like, I don't know, man. I was thinking of majoring in theology and then minoring in science so that I just end up blowing my brains out by my junior year. That's what I was... That's what I'm gonna do. Maybe I swear these laughs are being sweetened now. I don't think they were at the beginning. I think they're adding a little something. Because they're off. Like the, the timing of the laughs are off now. The the laugh point was slightly before it began. So either the entire room is on the same delay mentally, 
which might be true, to be honest. How else do you end up at a Merce show? Or something fishy is going on here. Maybe my head will just explode on its own. Who knows? Maybe if I read enough books. I'm going to Bible college, and then I'm thinking, like, what happens when I'm hanging out in the coffee shop post-grad? You know, you got all smart asses coming up to you. Hey, man, dude, we've been in school for four years, dude. What are you going to do now? And I'm like, I don't, shit, fuck. How deep are the choices, really, right? You don't really have a whole lot of choices in Bible college. Dude, what are you going to do when you get out of college, man? I don't know, dude. Like, evangelists make a lot of money, but, you know, pastors get all the pussy. So, I mean... <laughs> who knows? I was driving uh, a while back, and I saw this bumper sticker in front of me, this guy, and it said, I heart a kid with autism. I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. Do they make bumper stickers that, says, that say that that emotionless burden is incapable of loving you back? Or... Love that one. Dude, they're sweetening it. There, there's no way. The, all of a sudden, the la I mean, I'm listening in headphones, right? Some of you might not be. All of a sudden, since those people left, the laughter is like there's this undercurrent of laughter that was not there before. I swear. <laughs> like, like there's crowd noise. Now. So either three people left and then 50 walked in and are just immediately loving this or something weird is going on. Before, all we were hearing is that one guy, ha, 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 And now it's, like, just underneath, it's, <laughs> Like, there's that, just right underneath the surface. I don't think they sell those at 8 Auto. <laughs> I am so glad you guys enjoyed hearing that as much as I enjoyed writing it. <laughs> That was one of the few punchlines in my life that I ever sat in a room and giggled while I wrote it. And went, hey, it's not me. Fuck them. See, that, that right there sounds like all the other laughs we've heard, right? Hang on. Fuck them. See, I, I'm almost wondering, did they put, like, reverb on some of the laughs to make it sound like there's more laughs. <laughs> that's, that's a philosophy I live by now. There's a guy who can't be here tonight. His name is Brent, and that is the... <laughs> philosophy I live by, he said that to me once. The phrase, I don't know the guy, so fuck him. <laughs> See, that just, just a little bit under the surface there. I've lived by that ever since. But no, seriously, I'm glad you guys laughed at that because it's a very uptight world now. The room also got way bigger and more cavernous. Can't yeah. joke about it. Yeah, that's normal. You're right. No, that's probably what happened. Never mind. Eh, no big deal. You can't joke about it. autism. You can't joke about Like, I got really pissed off. You oh, know, this is great. So he's saying, oh, you can't joke about autism. He's making autism jokes. Now, remember, Mersh's big complaint about Pot Awful, other than obviously ma me making fun of him all the time, but his criticism of me is that I just make fun of retarded people and autistic people on the show. Uh, you can't make fun of autism, huh? Oh, uh, 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 you can't make fun of autism, huh? Well, here you are doing it. When things started getting a little too politically correct, I was one of the first guys to go, no, 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 it'll, it, don't worry, it'll, it'll <laughs> even out. He was one of the first guys. He was like, 
he was the guy who was like, nah, it's all going to be fine. I, you know what? Cool. Who cares? Political. Yeah, me. I, Mersh. I saw that, you know. You know, don't worry. It's not going to get out of control. Now I can honestly say political correctness has gotten out of fucking control. Oh, yeah. in this Ten years ago, it was bad, man. <laughs> country. You cannot have a good time anywhere. Anywhere. Thank you. Oh, wow. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of words out there that like we, I can't use anymore that I never really got a lot of mileage out of. Like, you know, there's a lot of words out there you can't use. Like, me personally, I'm, I'm just going to say the word one. Like, I never got a lot of mileage out of the word nigger. I just didn't. I'm sorry. Okay, now we're cooking with gas. So he's trying it. Now, he bri now this is deceitful, what he's doing here. Okay, and I apologize to all of my black listeners, Lila. I apologize to all of you having to hear this because what he's doing here is underhanded. It's shady. He's using some weasel wording. He's tricking the audience. And it's all just so he can dip his toe into the N-word well. So he sets it up by going, oh, oh, you can't make fun of autism. Like, why? when did we get so politically correct? I thought political correct. I was the first guy to say political correctness, no big deal. But actually, you can't have fun anywhere anymore. So he gets everybody to clap. And everybody clapped. It's just like with the cougar. And, yeah, fuck yeah. Shout outs. Jules! So... He gets everybody clapping. Now they have implicitly agreed with him. You should be able to say and do as you please. Those people, by signing that clapping document, were not signing on to, I'm cool with nigger. I want you to listen again to the way he says it, because he says it so nervously. Again, he's testing the water here. He wants to be able to go, I'm allowed to say it. And he wants to see if the audience agrees. And again, he's tricked them into co-signing this. All right, never did. It didn't break my heart when they took it away from me. Okay, nigger. That's out there that like I can't use anymore that I never really got a lot of mileage out of. And yeah, of course, what word is he going to say? If you want to say it, and if you think you should be able to say it, and you're not nervous about it, you just say it you just say it you don't you don't have to set up 15 different jokes and lines to get there okay half of pot awful is me just coming on here screaming it why am i not saying it right now i'm a changed man i believe that jesus was a black man and out of my respect for him i don't like you know there's a lot of words out there you can't use like me personally i'm like me personally, like my favorite word is. I'm just gonna say the word one. Like, I, uh, wait, wait, what was that, Mersh? Say that one more time. Of. Like, you know, there's a lot of words out there you can't use. Like, like it's not, you hear, you hear how his voice goes, his register goes. He's all, he's always down here. He's Mr. Smoker guy. But uh, he's nervous. He's getting. Oh boy, he's scared. Me personally, I'm, I'm just gonna say the word one. Listen to that part real carefully. He goes, I'm just gonna say what I want. I'm just gonna say what I want. <laughs> It's like it's like he's having a Tourette's fit. I'm just I'm just gonna say what I want. Just let me say it. I'm just I'm gonna say it. I want to say it. One more time. Mileage out of like you know, there's a lot of words out there you can't use. Like me personally, I'm I'm just gonna say the word. Yeah, I'm just gonna say whatever I want. 
Like, I never got a lot of mileage out of the word nigger. I- and he, do you notice he whispers it? He does, nigger. He, I never got a lot of, I never got a lot of mileage out of the word nigger. I never got a lot of the word nigger. That he can't use. Like, me personally, and I'm just going to say the word, like, I never got a lot of mileage out of the word nigger. 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 Nigger, in case of nobody. You're allowed to say the first half of that, right? Nigger. Nigger. I had a joke about this. When I did stand-up, I had a joke where uh, I was talking about how I'm from, you know, I'm doing comedy in New York City, so I'm from the South. I would do comedy about how I'm from the South. So I would say, you know, in the South, we pronounce a lot of words differently. And one of the, I would go on a whole list, but on one of the words we pronounce differently is we say, uh, we don't pronounce the word black. We say black, you know? Like, oh, a black guy just moved into the neighborhood. We pronounce this black. This is one of my jokes. Mersh is doing that. He's going, nigger, nigger. He might as well just say black gentleman at this point. I just didn't. I'm sorry. Never did. It didn't break my heart when they took it away from me. Okay? They took it away from me. I'm starting to agree with why. Listening to this, I might be a Black Lives Matter guy now. They took, look what you took from me. Give it back. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's kind of like the difference between take. You know what makes the N-word fun? Not being allowed to say it. Taking away a pack of cigarettes or taking away my voter registration card. Okay, one of those gets a lot more mileage than the other. Okay, <laughs> taking nigger away from me was like taking. Oh, oh, he rolled it. He's rolling it. He's hiding it. Taking nigger away from me. Like the difference between. He knew because the audience went cold on him. He said it, he tested the water, he dipped his toe to jacuzzi, baby. And they went, mm, hang on, we weren't co No, we thought you meant retard or maybe fag. We let you get away with fag. This is 2010, everybody's fine with fag. He goes hard R inward, and they're like, Ugh. and so now he's got to slip it in. He's nervous. Between taking away a pack of cigarettes or taking away my voter registration card, okay? One of those gets a lot more mileage than the other. L- listen carefully, okay? <laughs> taking nigger away from Taking nigger. All of a sudden, he's slurring his speech. Away from me was like, hang on. Okay, one of those gets a lot more mileage than the other, okay? <laughs> taking nigger away from Taking nigger. There was no G in there. Taking near, near. He's just making the sound a car makes when it passes by quickly. Taking near, near, near. Zoom, zoom. For me, it was like taking away my voter registration card. I'm like, well, fucking, when do I ever use it? Who cares? That voice, he just did Colin Quinn. When do I ever use it? I can't do it. I can't do a Colin Quinn impression. He just did it. Nigger away from me. Listen to the, when do I ever use it? Listen to that. That's Colin Quinn. It was like taking away my voter registration card. I'm like, well, fucking, when do I ever use it? Okay. When do I ever use it? The way, he, the way he, he becomes breathless at the end, that's Colin Quinn, that's Jim Norton. Well, oh, fuck, when do I ever use it? Use it. That breathless thing there. But there were two words in my lexicon, in my hall of fame, that they took from me. I can't say faggot anymore. You already did. Everybody clapped and laughed because you called yourself a fag magnet. I can't say retard. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> what happened to the end? Breaks my heart. <laughs> I'm serious. I got a lot of mileage out of those words when I was growing up. And faggot never meant gay. Like, when we were growing up, faggot never meant gay. Just make you like, you, you were just... See, he ain't, he ain't stumbling over faggot. He's got no... 
Faggot, 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 faggot. Hey there, a shady, shady fag, fag, shady, shady fag, fag. How do you do? He's got all day long. He can throw that on retard. He's going to hit the retard with the hardest of ours. But near, near. You know, I had plenty of gay guys that used to come, like drama students that would come to our high school parties, and we'd be like, "Hey, what's up, Anthony? What are you doing here, faggot?" You know, and it would be the straight guy behind him. Get out of here, faggot. We don't want you here. Can't say any of that shit anymore. Can't say faggot. Can't say retard. Retard's gotten really taken away. Ooh, can't say retard at all anymore. Have you, has anybody here ever noticed, back in the day, they used to just have short buses. They didn't say anything on them. You just knew what they were for. <laughs> I mean, they had the handicap symbol on them, but go off, queen. You knew what they were for. It's like seeing a dump truck. You know what it's for. You see a garbage truck in the morning, okay? It's not dropping off mail. <laughs> well, what is the point of it? <laughs> yeah, we've also seen the people in wheelchairs get out of those short buses. What, what point is he making here? <laughs> and that's the thing. So you see these little short buses, and then, like, I don't know, I moved to North Carolina for a year. For a year. I see the short buses. I have to scream it. I have to scream retard. Retard! <laughs> Near retard! Sega! Wait, why isn't it? Oh, I muted it. The hell? How did I do that? I realized that now every short bus I see has the phrase activity bus painted on it. <laughs> when did this horse shit start? You can't fit a fucking varsity football team on one of those buses. Fit a girls' field hockey fucking team on that bus. JV. That same laugh has been used multiple times. I said, I don't know. I'm not going to say for sure one way or the other, but I'm suspicious. <laughs> I got suspicions. We know who's in those buses. <laughs> and the only activities they're engaging in is, is drooling and making their parents sad. A lot of making your parents sad humor with Mersh. Hmm. <laughs> ROTC is sort of the short bus of comedy. You know, like you watch it and you see their chat room and you go, you know what's going on here, but you're not allowed to say it or else you'll get banned. Spurgs! Spurg, 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 Spurg. I got that guy. Seriously, Spurg since when sure. is making your mom cry every morning an activity? <laughs> Spurg. <laughs> just pisses me off. Hey, bus driver, where this are you driving these waterheads right. to? The third annual pants shitting competition? <laughs> Who's the defending champs? <laughs> activity bus. <laughs> Fuck. By the way, this activity bus, I've never seen this used for a retard bus. You know they sometimes repurpose short buses. And one group of people that tends to do that a lot, that tends to repurpose buses in general, but also short buses, are uh, Jewish schools. Shuls, you know? Hebrew schools. And I have seen them repurpose a short bus. And I have seen them put a new thing on the side. And I'm wondering, did Mersh spend a little time around a Jewish neighborhood and didn't realize what he was looking at? Now, oftentimes, there's also... Hebrew on the side of those buses, but not every time. Not every time. Sometimes those buses are also just repurposed for camp. 
which, by the way, that's got to be scary for Jews. You know, you don't want to get on the wrong bus as a Jew. You want the Hebrew school one, not the camp one, for sure. An activity bus. And you guys can laugh. A couple of people are like, I don't want to laugh at that. Dude, it's all good. They're not baptized. We can you already did that joke on Bobo 10 minutes ago. This just became an auditorium. We just went from, a, from the back room, you know, next to the dartboard at a pub to an auditorium filled with people. Listen to that. And if you're not baptized in my book, I can say whatever the fuck I want about you. And now there's the real, like, ha, 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 ha. That rule. Did they have to pay per time they sweetened it up? Every single applause break they added to it cost them another nickel, so we had to... Okay, pull one here, not here. Maybe throw in a few here. Also applies to Native Americans. <laughs> no, man. Seriously, like, it's all good fun. We're all joking around. Don't feel... Ah, we're having fun. You know, when I said... When I was saying earlier, we were having fun. You were having fun. I was having fun. Nigger. Feel bad to laugh, just lighten up, especially for retards, because between you and you guys, and I don't want to like let the cat out of the bag, but personally, well, neither does the retard. Personally, I think they're faking it. <laughs> I'm just saying, if the Jews can get together like they have, retards can do the same thing. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> The entire audience was lost. Did you guys understand that joke? I'm what if the Jews can get together like they have, then retards can do the same thing? What does that mean? And also, what is the difference? <laughs> I have these dreams at night, you know? We're just re whoa. Okay, you've got some dreams. Retards with helmets are meeting in VFW halls across the country after hours. You know? Just getting together like, dude, they're actually buying this shit. <laughs> That's actually what the Freemasons are doing. Dude, I I'm a Freemason. Help me, I'm <laughs> Help me, help me, I'm stuck in the bathroom. I'm a Freemason. Help me. My name is Mush. I'm stuck in the bathroom. Applebee's, please. I walk the door and I can't unwalk it. I'm a Freemason. Help me. Literally threw an entire gallon of milk on the ground yesterday and just said, uh-oh. <laughs> Nobody even fucking hit me. Hell. How awesome is that? Hey, do you have more of that fake vomit and shit you can spread on me? I gotta get back by three. They're gonna fucking... Royce, Royce, please. I'm stuck inside the bathroom. Help me. Marie, I can't turn your door on. My hands are covered in poo-poo. I'm sorry, I was smoking in the bathroom again. I swear I won't do it anymore. Please help me out of here. My pants are, my pants are stuck around my ankles. Please help me. <laughs> my parents are going to be pissed. <laughs> Quick question, all the guys in the audience. You guys ever been out really late at night at a, like, a, like a fucking nightclub? Or like... Oh, shit. You know, Hollywood Mersh going out to nightclubs, putting on his good cream blazer, poking out his pink gut, 
going, hey, ladies, how's it, who wants to eat a 13-ouncer? A dance hall, whatever. You get A dance hall. Have you guys ever been to a dance? Have you guys ever been out to the local discotheque, huh? Hey, f- hey, fellow guys. You guys like to boogie down at the local, uh, the local shindig? Hey, everybody. Really drunk and it's after hours. You meet this really hot girl and you're just hitting it off with her nonstop. And then it dawns on you. You're like, fuck. I can't figure out if this girl's drunk, foreign, or retarded. <laughs> Shit. The baby, the immigrant, and the guy on mushrooms. All right, here we go. Here we go into his baby immigrant guy on mushrooms bit. Fuck. Saturday TV funhouse time. We get to the bottom of this one. I met a girl like that recently, and uh, oddly enough, it turned out she was all three, which I didn't even. I didn't even know was possible. And it brought. You didn't know it was possible to be retarded and foreign. That whole consent issue into play in a. Re- I don't want to touch this one. Okay, listen. We, there's still so much album to go. We're now two and a half hours into this. If you want me to keep going, we'll do it. Let me know in the chat room. But I got to take a second here. We'll be right back after this. And all I just is I thank Dad for making me strong. Join our call on Facebook. slash call. Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Eastern, at podawful.tv, at podawful.tv. Support the show. Join the pizza fun. Podawful.pizza. Pizza, pizza. Pizza. Okay, everybody in the chat room is saying to keep going. I guess we'll do it. Anyway, join our Facebook cult, potawful.com slash cult. If you don't normally use Facebook, just make a fake account. Join it. The show never ends. Over on Facebook, there's always stuff going on. You can get, uh, you know, an early start on some pot awful stuff. Oftentimes, you can help submit things that I might cover on the show as well and get to know the whole community. Potawful.com slash cult. Again, we are live Sundays, Wednesdays, Fridays. Sundays, always free, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Potawful.tv on Wednesday and Friday. We go live in the Pizza Fund. Uh, We built our own Patreon. I don't run ads. I don't have sponsors. I don't waste your time with any of that stuff. And I don't use Patreon because that's a bullshit service. If you agree with Mersh that things are, oh boy, you just really want to say the N-word and they just took it away from you. Well, we get to do that in the pizza fund. Podawful.pizza is the link. Our, our uh, Friday shows are in the $6 level. Our Wednesday shows are in the $12 level. And by the way, we have a $1 level where uh, there's over... I think at this point, it's, it's maybe nearing 100 hours worth of content for a single dollar. 
All of these are subscription things just like Patreon. But uh, if you just want to try it out, you want to give it a taste test, you want to see, is it really worth it? $1, you can scrounge that up from the couch and you'll get more content than most people have in their entire paywall sections, okay? Again, I think it's nearly in, uh, 100 hours of content at this point. We're getting there for sure. And I will be adding something there tonight. It's actually, uh, we're doing a big musical number at the end of this show. And we recorded in Discord the our coming up with this musical number. A lot of the people that you heard in Discord earlier, they actually helped co-write this song. So it's a whole comedy bit. It's very funny. It's just some extra little audio. I'm going to be throwing that in the $1 section of the Pizza Fun tonight. Podawful.pizza is the link. And it looks like we're doing more show. This is going to be another six-hour-long show like Roofie Leaks last week. I'm never going to be able to sleep a normal schedule again. But at the very least, it puts me in the same place as Mersh. You can't figure out if we means yes or she needs to go to the bathroom. Like, you're just kind of like, oh, shit, I don't... Fucking, I want to... Eh, I don't know. Shit. Yeah, I met a girl like that recently, man, and... uh yeah, she taught me a lot about myself, too. Like, uh, I learned about myself that apparently there's a really fine line in between fun-loving scamp and registered sex offender. Uh, I'm telling you. Oh, by the way, yeah, we did a six-hour show. It's in the $20 section of the Pizza Fund. I should mention that. If you've been keeping up with all this Rufio Fionic stuff we're doing, it's a six-hour show. It's one of the funniest things ever. If you like what we're doing here, it's, it's the Rufio version of this, okay? So check that out, the $20 version. But I don't expect people to enjoy You know, if you're new, I don't expect you to do that. That's why I have the dollar level. Get to know our stuff. Get to love it. Enjoy the things. Upgrade if you want. And we also have six-month versions where you get one month free. I never mentioned this. I should start mentioning this more often. If you sign up for the six-month version, you get one month for free. So all of the levels, that's true for all of them. Upgrade anytime. It prorates you. Downgrade anytime. Cancel anytime. Pot off of that pizza. That's the hard sell. But I'm giving you a hard sell if we're going to be doing this for hours and hours and hours. I deserve it. So that you don't have to get a letter like I did. It's a real pain in the ass re-registering in every neighborhood you move into from your BlackBerry. It's not fun. Shit, I'm not even allowed to own a laptop anymore. That's no fun. Somebody, somebody in the chat rooms asked for examples of my recorded stand-up. I've only ever recorded my stand-up maybe like three times. I've done it more, but I've only recorded it like three or four times. One of them is, again, very old. Very, very old. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sure you could, well, no, you know what? I was going to say you could watch it the same way we're watching this and make fun of it, but I'm making fun of stand-up in it. So it's mine's still better for sure. Uh, there is one for free on our YouTube channel. If you type in stand-up into uh, pot awful stand-up, you'll probably find it. It's called a case for female circumcision. The name of the video. I'm pretty sure. So, Check that out, I guess. I'm not into stand-up. I've never been into stand-up. Never wanted to be a stand-up. I know it's a dead uh, art form. I've done it a bunch of times. One of the times I did it, and I did not record it, I went up there and I told a joke about, um, telling this joke about Amish people, and I always find it weird how they uh, grow out their beards but not their mustaches. It's very strange, and it gives you this unsettling feeling. Anyway, I compared it to seeing a guy with no eyebrows because you can't tell what emotion He's feeling, and I swear to God, this happened. 
I swear to God. So I'm saying like, you know, uh, you see a guy with no eyebrows and you're like, is he angry? Is he mad? What's going on? I'm not going to do the bit. I sit down. The next guy goes up. And the, it was the guy sitting behind me in the audience. I hadn't seen him. I swear to God, he gets up on stage. This guy has no eyebrows. He's got alopecia. He has no hair. He has no eyelashes, no eyebrows. And the whole time I'm staring at him. I've just done this joke. He's looking right at me. And I have no idea if he's angry at me or not. She feels bad for me. She knows what it's like to look at child beauty pageants in the hobby of a Lotel, Motel 6. It's not fucking fun. Very awkward. Stop looking over my shoulder, sir. I'll be done in a minute. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, I met this girl, and we, were, we, you know, we hit it off for a little bit. We were getting along pretty well. She was foreign, too, like, for real. Like, like most, like, you know. Ooh, for real foreign. The best kind. Obviously, everybody is a... Yeah, my girlfriend's foreign. <laughs> All it means is she doesn't like pepper. Forehead. Some people, like myself, have a five head. This girl was like, <gasps> Yes! Okay, I'm so glad we kept listening. Thank you, everybody. I mean, we could almost wrap it up there. Some people, like myself, have a five head. It's not really a five, a five head. Listen, I got a huge head, right? I've got all my hair. I got a huge head. And I got a big forehead, you know, because my head is way too big for my body. You guys don't realize it. My head is too big for most hats. You don't have a five head if you're balding. If your hairline is receding, that's not a five head. That is, you are a bald man at 26 years old. Really foreign? She had like a three head. Your life is so out of control that you can't even keep hair on your head. Thing going on. Like, can't keep food in your mouth, can't keep a roof over your head, can't keep a hair over your head. There was maybe an inch and a half between her eyebrows and her forehead. It was not really fucking good news at all. And I thought I was in love for a while, too. Turns out I'm really just in love with, like, having hot tattooed skanks bring me things at barbecues while I'm playing beer pong. Oh, and listening to Chevelle. <laughs> God, man. Is this a Papa Roach album cover, by the way? I'm really in love with having nines and above drive me to gigs so I can drink. I was really in love with the fact that... Give me a meat bar and feed my hole. I want to get tossed in my salad bowl. Suck dick, I'm gay. That this girl could give me an erection without putting cigarette butts out on my chest. You know, just like... Yeah, see, as you and I can see, like, standard... Oh, dude, I love skanks. Cool. Relationship stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. There's a rocky relationship, it's weird, but like a lot of the shit we just, we didn't mesh on a lot of different levels. Like, like one thing she was really into that I'm not is role playing. Like, and I don't know, like anybody been in a couple for a while and does the role playing thing? It's not my cup of tea. No? Anybody? Nobody. Yeah, being in a couple is not your cup of tea. Be alone up to that shit. Of course not. Role playing's lame. Like fucking, why, why do I want to fucking plow your vagina and gain experience points? Like that's not fucking, what am I going to slay you with a mithril dagger? Like fucking, Ooh, a little nerdy side coming. He's testing the waters on some nerdy stuff, and they aren't getting it. You can't do that stuff on, a, on this type of crowd. The crowd laughing at the bar skank joke. They're not going to know what a role-playing game is. Ridiculous. She's like, no, I want you to role-play with me. It'll be fun. And I'm like, I, like, she's like, why won't you do this for me? And I'm like, because sex had never ceased being fun to where I had to turn it into something else. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Maybe sex has just always been fun. Maybe it's just, hey, thanks for showing up. Hey, you brought weed. Awesome. Done. Done deal. Oh, God. What was that noise meant to be? 
<laughs> okay, so it's official canon. When Mersh has sex, he goes, Now this cunt wants me to learn dialogue? Like, man, I don't want to have to go to a script reading before I fuck you. Maybe that's why I don't want to do role playing. Come on, just role play with me just once. Finally, I broke down. I'm like, fine, all right, we'll role play. All right, you can do whatever you want. I'm not even into this, so you could be a level 70 dwarf. I don't care. Okay, now he's mixing up his types of role play, so. Like, we'll role play. What do you want? Who do you want me to be? What's the big deal here? Oh, we're gonna role play in bed. Who do you want me to be? She told me she wanted me to be her last boyfriend, which <laughs> that wasn't nice at all. Ooh, there it was. There was a little of that Jim Norton, Colin Quinn. That wasn't nice at all. Plus, I didn't know enough about her ex-boyfriend to really have much to go on, so I just dressed up like a Guido. I started beating her every week, and I uh, knocked up a Puerto Rican stripper from the Bronx. Just so a typical day. Because I'm like a method actor. I get really into character. <laughs> Look, I didn't bring it up. You wanted me to be your last boyfriend, right? You wanted to take the trip down memory lane, not me. <laughs> Ooh, he just forgot his joke. He's checking. He's turning around. He's checking the notes. He doesn't remember. He's trailing off because he doesn't remember. He's losing them. 43 minutes in and suddenly the act is gone. This girl was really fucking insecure, man. I'd have buddies hanging out with me at bars and stuff and I'd go, where's your girl? And they'd be like, yeah, she's off. She's not talking to me for the next week. And they'd be like, dude, that girl's an emotional train wreck. And I'd be like, dude, you're not giving her enough credit. That girl's an emotional plane crash. <laughs> she is a disaster on an epic proportion. Not like, not like some fucking Hudson River fake landing bullshit. I'm talking like TWA Flight 800 type of shit. Like real disaster type of shit. This girl's daddy issues belong downed in a field in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. The audience doesn't understand that that's a reference to 9-11. They're too stupid to get it. Our fucking mood swings could have brought down Tower. And again, what happened to that amphitheater we were just in? Ha 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 I'm just saying. Hey, fuck you. You didn't know this girl. <laughs> Dave in the back enjoyed that. Those of you not paying This is a, another rookie mistake. Another embarrassing open mic thing that people do. Um and I make fun of I make fun of this whenever I do stand up. <laughs> whenever I do it, I love pointing out these little things. If you watch that thing I told you to watch, that uh, the case for female circumcision thing, I I do it a few times in that video because I was having a bad time at this show because all the stand ups there were so terrible and they were really jerking me around at this fucking show. And so I wasted so much of the audience's time. By just going, that guy over there, he's loving this. This guy's loving it. You always point when the audience doesn't love it and you go, but that guy is really digging it. Ooh, man. Don't point it out. Keep it rolling. Just move right through it. Plowing ahead. Moving forward. Yes. Attention. 
This girl got jealous of the, the no joke. There were shout outs to Dave in the chat. <laughs> shout outs to Dave in the back. There was a girl that helped me out at tech support at Blackberry one time. I didn't get laid for two days because of it. <laughs> because my tech support girl was female. And I was just sitting at Was that a... I, the audience, see, like, a wave of confusion just swept over the audience. Everybody was like, wait, what? Dinner one night, I was like, dude, you should have seen the girl at fucking Blackberry Tech Support today. It took her five minutes. My whole phone was working again. Enough. Heard enough about the girl from Blackberry. <laughs> Jesus Christ, baby. Like, calm down. Like, Enough. I think that's a... I think that's one of those Opie and Anthony type things. First of all, she's in India. We all know that, okay? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is because Mike David copied that in something one time. <laughs> I remember that. In, in, in that way they say, enough. It's like a Kumia thing, I think. But I both know my cock ain't gonna reach there. <laughs> Secondly, like, fucking, she gets pissed. I'm like, baby, she was just helping me fix my BlackBerry. My Twitter app wasn't working. Yeah, I bet she was working your Twitter, motherfucker. Get out of my... <laughs> Andy's random edits in the back liked it. Yeah, and shout outs to Andy in the back. He really enjoyed that joke that Royce just made. That He really enjoyed that thing where we pretended not to understand something. Oh, boy, that gets him every time. Get the fuck out of my head. Don't touch me. I felt bad, man. Like, some poor bitch from RIM almost got her throat cut <laughs> just for helping me get my Facebook app working. Like, I felt really bad about that shit. <laughs> okay, what else? What else? What else? What else? Panic. She's so fucking Panic. banal and ordinary, too. I don't even know. She's so fucking banal. 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 <laughs> He doesn't even know. He has no idea what he just said. Really bad about that shit. She was so fucking banal and or banal. Mersh has something else on the mind, I think. I have to hear it one more time. Working. Like I felt really bad about that shit. She was so fucking banal and ordinary too. DePaulo. Yeah, Nick DePaulo. That might be it, too. I don't even know why I was dating this girl. Like, I had, like, these junior high conversations with her. I'm not explaining it. By the way, if you don't know why I'm laughing at that, you are Mersh. So, nobody explain it. About shit. Like, shit you should just not be having conversations about when you're 20. Like, we'd be sitting around sometimes and she'd be like, baby, I just want you to know something. Oh, thank God. My audience isn't retarded. They understand why banal is funny. I don't want it just to be your girlfriend's. I want you to think me as your best friend. <coughs> Shut up. Okay. Wow. Got her. This is how he verbally destroyed the cougar, by the way. Shut up. Stop it. Enough. <laughs> Listen, bitch. I'm known as a fag magnet around here. I sleep on my sister's couch. Okay. No, I don't want to be your girlfriend. I want to be your best friend. Oh, yeah, that sounds... We never learned about Jesse, by the way. I'm very upset about that. Awesome. Um, you do realize that the first fucking duty of a best friend is to uh, lie to my girlfriend for me? So... <laughs> how do I fucking squeeze you into that equation? <laughs> Besides, you don't even own a truck. How are <laughs> They're saying... About Banal, they're saying, I was born in the darkness. <laughs> I have to stop banal. You can help me move, you dumb. Do you feel banal? Cunt. Come on. <laughs> Snap out of it. Uh, oh, man. He's. 
Ooh, he's doing it now. He's really sliding into that Colin Quinn thing. That thing he just did, that's Colin Quinn. Maybe a little Rich Voss, but dumb conversations. We had this conversation one time. I'm sure it's every like couple of you dudes that are here with a chick tonight have had this with a chick. Where he's sitting there with her and she goes, Baby, if I was ever like horribly disfigured, would you stay with me? And excuse me for being like fucking normal and asking one question, which was how disfigured. <laughs> Fuck you, that's a fair question. You know what, fine, I shouldn't even have brought this up. Obviously you're not the kind of guy I can have this conversation with. No, I'm just serious, like, I'm just made baby, baby, calm down. Like, I'm just saying, like, how disfigured? Like, like, are you, like, like burns over 80% of your body disfigured? Or does your mouth look like an asshole with teeth? Like, what are we looking at here? If you go like this, all mouths look like an asshole with teeth. That wasn't a very... <laughs> he couldn't come up with anything. Ooh, burns all over your body. You couldn't come up with anything wilder than that. You led up to that whole, oh, how disfigured thing. How disfigured is she? She was so disfigured. And you got nothing. You had nothing to follow that up with. What's the score? No, seriously, what's the score of the jet? Like, are we talking fingers sewed onto the stumps that were your arms disfigured? You know, something like that. You got to throw something in there. Is, are you now, do you now have a vaginus? Is, is your pussy an asshole? Your banal one item now? Because, you know, I'd stick around for that. And there's the joke. But um, bump this is so easy. I mean, <laughs> I, Mersh, let me write your jokes for you. Game, baby. I wasn't listening to a fucking thing you were just saying. <laughs> Baby, if I was disfigured in a fire, I don't know, because you already got that fucking three-head thing going on. You look like a Romulan already. Like, I can't take much more. Ooh, Royce. Now, see, if Royce was in the... I told you guys, Royce ain't in the audience. If Royce was in the audience, he'd be dying laughing at that Romulan reference. Because you already got that fucking three-head thing going on. You look like a Romulan already. Like, I can't take much more. <laughs> no, no, Royce. I told you. I was right. I'm always right. You guys should trust me more. I'm really, honestly, the greatest guy. You furry bitch. First time I, go, I tried to go down on this girl, she screams, no, 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 don't go down there. Like, like her family kept her retarded brother chained up down there for the last 20 years. Simpsons did it. Don't go down there. There's shameful family secrets down there. You can't see them. Fucking go down there and like fucking... Like, like, fucking, <laughs> like, like, fucking, you know. Chick from Mama from the train and Ralphie from the Sopranos are chasing Corey Feldman around. And that was too much. You made them do too much picturing. You can't throw that many images at somebody at once. <laughs> Sam from Lord of the Rings is puffing on his inhaler. And you lost. I mean, that was way too much, man. They, you said throw mama from the train. They didn't know what you were talking about. I know what you're talking about. They've never seen that Danny DeVito film, film, film. So they're sitting there computating on that one. And then you get to Lord of the Rings. And they're like, wait a second. What? How did we get here? It's a fucking freezer full of Rocky Road with a dead body in it and her vagina. Oh, boy, a dead body. Oh, they're chained up in the basement. Oh, the dead body. Rape victims. <laughs> <laughs> And just yeah, so all of a sudden, we're no longer in the amphitheater. We're back at Miller's Ale House. Sometimes, just once in a while, on a quiet night, 
You can put your ear to her cunt. And here's Cindy Lauper at her best. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Kind of like dawned on me eventually. I'm like, oh, now I see why she's insecure. Because he's flagging. I'm flagging listening to it, but goddamn, he's flagging. Every time I put my hand down there, it feels like a horse is eating out of my hand. That's nuts. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I believe that is the Patrice O'Neill joke. I think that's who it was. Somebody called it. Somebody on Reddit said, how far into the album before he makes the joke about putting your hand down a girl's pants and it's like a horse eating oats out of your hand. They said it. They called it. There it is. 48 minutes in. 48 minutes, 30 seconds in. He did it. He absolutely stole that joke. You predicted it. Congratulations. I'm sorry. I don't remember who it was, but congrats to you. Does the venue have room for a crowd this loud? I don't know what the venue is. I wish I knew. I like where your head is at, VG. Autism's out there. All of the AU Gold people, I need your help. Figure out where he recorded this, okay? I need to see the size of the room because we could easily debunk all these laughs if we find out it was in the back room of some little water closet. Am I supposed to fuck you or feed this thing pellets? I don't know. Because there's a machine, it wants quarters, I have... I don't have it. <laughs> Joke gotta come from somewhere. You're not defending him by saying that, right, Fred? Are you saying that jokes have to come from somewhere and thus it's okay to steal another comedian's jokes? I hope that's not what you mean. That's the way your, your uh, chat message comes off, though. You don't mean that, right? Because if you do... Oh my god, I'm not kidding you too, man. This girl's pussy was more mangled than a bus in downtown Jerusalem. He super chatted that joke about Sammy. What are we talking about there? Oh, that girl on uh, Baked Alaska's stream? He super, he super chatted that joke the other day? You're say this is something that happened the other day. So he used that joke that he stole again just the other day? It never ends. This guy's life is just a never-ending cycle. <laughs> our fucking... <laughs> our pussy. It, it looked like Andre the Giant fisted her with an M80 in his hand. I don't know how long the fuse is. <laughs> I went down on her one day. I felt like I was making out with a cartoon chimp that just smoked an Acme exploding cigar. Hostbuster says, imagine if you stole a car and said, hey, cars gotta come from somewhere. Why not your garage, you know? Yeah. Listen, I mean, I gotta get laid by somebody. Might as well be you. Put on a balaclava and hold a knife to your throat. <laughs> that was a Mersh joke. <laughs> but hey, jokes gotta come from somewhere. <laughs> it's not stealing, it's parallel thinking. I'm not even going to zoom in for this one, okay? I need to get closer to you. It's parallel thing. So the guy who listens to Opie and Anthony calls into Opie and Anthony and is having the guy from Opie and Anthony introduce him in this thing. 
he just accidentally thought the same thing as a comedian who said exactly that same thing on Opie and Anthony. It was parallel thinking. Hey, here's an idea. How about you parallel park a car off of a cliff? (laughs) Okay. Parallel thinking. You're kidding, right? I hope you don't mean if you, you, if you try to say something like that to me, you're really, that's your defensive merch. I hope you're joking. Oh my God. We need to send some of these guys back to brain school. (laughs) (laughs) That's gotta be sarcastic. Yeah, I hope so. This girl's pussy looked like Frank Mir's face after that second fight with Brock Lesnar. Oh, shit. I saw that one. (laughs) I swear to God, one girl, this girl, one night this girl wanted to get freaky. She spread her pussy open and a traveling... The guy pretending to laugh in the background because Hollywood Mersh has promised him some coke after the show. That guy you hear laughing is 100% one of the first victims of the Mercer effect. effect. The theater group took a bow. <laughs> fucking, fucking pulled her pussy lips apart and like G.E. Smith started playing. <laughs> fucking John Belushi and Gilda Radner came out. They're like, have a good night, everybody. I was like, holy shit. Your pussy is a star-studded event. My name is two dead comedians. <laughs> That's all he could think of. He couldn't do like a modern day SNL thing where maybe modern for the time or maybe the audience would get what the fuck he was saying. I don't think G.E. Smith was even on SNL in 2010. <laughs> uh, but I'm not bitter. <laughs> oh, God. Old, that's an old one. That's hack. That was probably the worst relationship I ever had in my life. Like, fucking, make some noise if you've ever had the most, like, just the, if you think, if you are confident that you are past your most bitter breakup of... Jesse is talented. Why does he do specials on Mersh? I know it's funny, but isn't this bullying? Is an actual comment I just read in the chat. Yes, it's bullying. Yes, I'm bullying him. Yep. Welcome to Pot Awful. I'm your host, Jesse. Let's go bully the internet. This is Pot Awful. I'm so angry. Of your life, make some noise, please. All right? Think it's behind you? I've realized you can really put together how contentious a breakup is. You can always judge it by the last text messages you two sent each other. It's always the best litmus test. Just go back and look at your phone. Last one sent, last one in. The last text message this girl ever sent me was, I've moved on, forget my number. The last text message I ever sent this girl was, I hope your firstborn child pulls a Jean Benet Ramsey. <laughs> okay, hang on a second. I'm going to need to do some pot awful math on this one. I hope your firstborn child pulls a John Benet Ramsey. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to need the telestrator for this one. Uh, you, you want it, you know it, you love it. It's the telestrator. Let's try to figure out this joke before we have to send Mersh to joke jail. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, so your firstborn 
child, first child, okay? Now, then we've got John Benet Ramsey. We'll just write Ramsey here. Okay. Now, from what I understand, John Benet Ramsey was murdered in her own house, okay? There's a knife, and then there's the blood. Now, Mersh asked for the first child to pull, we're going to put this in quotes, pull a John Benet Ramsey, all right? So somehow he wants the child to kill themselves? What is the idea there? That, that the firstborn child will sexually abuse and then murder itself? It, wouldn't that just be suicide? Uh, I mean, am I missing a piece here? The, the cra- now, hang on a second. The crowd did. They laughed at this, okay? Ha, 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 They said, we like this. Ha, 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 Joker style. But then I'm over here still confused on this. So did the crowd just hear John Benet Ramsey and they went, I recognize that reference. I fully understand what's being said here. Finally, after 15 jokes where I don't get it, I do understand a reference. If that is the case, then we're not just sending Mersh to joke jail, but we're sending the entire audience to joke jail. (laughs) You've got to go live behind bars now. Sorry. Maybe I just misunderstood, though. Who knows? Let me know in the chat room. I'm just kidding. Her. Jesse, please stop the joke. It doesn't make any sense. Boom is barren. Look here, Jesse. Analogies are tough. They got to come from somewhere. <laughs> By the way, we're back in the amphitheater. Seriously. That girl, that girl's fucking ovaries are more useless than a Puerto Rican in a wheelchair. Jesse is the greatest guy. He solves 20-year-old cold cases. Hang on, I got to hear this part again. Her womb is barren. The last text message I ever sent this girl was, I hope your firstborn child pulls a Jean Benet Ramsey. And he says, Jean Benet. Not John Benet. Jean Benet. So he doesn't even know the girl's name. Okay, so again, your firstborn child is going to pull down their own underwear, fuck themselves till there's bleeding from the anus. This is your child, by the way. Pull down their own panties, leave them off somewhere in the basement, and then just bang their head against the wall until they die. All right. (laughs) Makes sense. I'm just kidding. Her womb is barren. Hack joke, standard, classic. Why not? Throw it in. That that girl's fucking ovaries are more useless than a Puerto Rican in a wheelchair. (laughs) More useless than a Puerto Rican? I mean, I I get where he's going for there, but... It would, like, yeah, never This mind. girl I dated, her reproductive system was lamer than Christian Bale's Batman. <laughs> no, 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 no. Was lamer than Christopher Reeve's Superman. Do I need to break out the Telestrator? Listen, he would, 
fell off a horse, the back, the wheelchair. As you can see, I don't have the best relationships in the world. I have a problem connecting with the uh, fucking... I mean, he killed it. They laughed so hard at that joke that made no sense, and he just threw it all in the garbage with that weird Batman reference. What the fuck was that? Human women. <laughs> in general. In the world, I have a problem connecting with the uh, fucking human women. <laughs> human women, sure, yeah. General. It's an issue for me. I've had this problem my whole life, too, man. Like, every relationship I've ever had was cursed. Like, even the girl I lost my virginity to, right? Like, this really beautiful half black, half Puerto Rican. Last year. Ooh, half black, half Puerto Rican. You mean one of those useless ones? I was cursed. Like, even the girl I lost my virginity to, right? Like, this really beautiful half black, half Puerto Rican girl. I used to like the joke that I didn't lose my virginity, that she stole it from me. Um, which... Which I'm glad, like, some of you guys found that funny. Her grandparents did not. <laughs> no senses of humor. That is fake laughter. That, that's fake laughter in the back. Glad, like, some of you guys found that funny. Her grandparents did not. John Bonet Ramsey, my girlfriend says in the chat room, funnier than any of Mersh's jokes. And she's a foreigner. I mean, come on. They don't got a brain in their head. No senses of humor. In their defense, though, I think they were more pissed off because, um, you know, like they were pissed about a lot of things, but, um, you know, maybe the fact that I included it in the speech of the Sweet 16 probably wasn't the best time for that. <laughs> maybe it was the fact that I was 25. I don't know. Uh, he's a pedophile. See? The twist was he's a pedo, like that other joke he told that was somebody else's joke, and also those other three jokes earlier where he, the twist was he was a pedophile. <laughs> you see, because it's bad, it, it's bad to be a pedophile, so if you say it openly to an audience that you are one, then it's funny, because you wouldn't actually admit that if you were, would you? Would you, Mersh? You wouldn't admit it if you were, would you? Nah, not you. Maybe it was the fact that I referred to her vagina as a future criminal factory. I don't know. <laughs> not with I her. I didn't take the best tact, I think, is what I'm trying to get across in that story. I, uh, I dated a deaf girl once. Yeah. Like, 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 like Marley Matlin, like, like this. Did he just give an example of deaf? I dated a deaf girl once, you know, like... Like, yeah, I dated a deaf girl once, you know, like... What? Huh? You know? Like a deaf girl. Like, I one time dated a deaf girl, and she was like... I'm turning up my cochlear implant now. Hello? You know, like deaf. Uh, you know, deaf, like a deaf girl. Deaf, like my sound guy. But, um. <laughs> and now half my CD won't work get recorded. Oh, so he's got a sound guy, so somebody could have been sweetening this for him. But yeah, and I was dating this deaf girl for a little while, and it was going. You know, deaf, like. Oh, pretty good. She was really hot. It was going really good. And then, like, three dates into it, she wants. She was really hot. Every time he says he dates hot girls, and we've seen the girls he's been with. We've seen them. They're some of the ugliest swamp creatures to ever crawl out of the primordial ooze. These things would be at home in a 
horror comic book from the 1920s. <laughs> These creatures that he dates, and you're telling me this girl's deaf, and your impression of deaf was, duh, duh, duh. he literally mind of Mencia'd deaf people. Your impression of her was, duh, 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 and you're telling me she was hot. I guarantee you if he actually dated a deaf girl, and this probably didn't happen. This is probably just a lie set up for a bit. But assuming it did, if he dated a deaf girl, she was the type of deaf where, you know, their faces go like this, and their ears have folded in on themselves until there's no hole, and that's why they're deaf. They just don't have ear holes. You ever see one of these things? And their entire face, it's like a triangle. It looks like, it looks like fucking Phineas and Ferb, and they're like, and that was probably the hottest girl Mersh has ever dated. And she only dated him because when she said, what do you do for a living? He said, oh, me, uh, I'm a comedian. And she thought he said a custodian. And that seemed like it might actually make some money. Being a janitor would be better than being Mersh. And she said, well, do, you, do you have your own point to live? And he said, oh, I sleep on my sister's couch. And she thought he said literally anything else. Me to learn sign language. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck you. You're the one who's different. Like, why should I? <laughs> you show me anywhere in the handbook of life where it shows I got to do shit now. <laughs> show me. Nothing. Ooh. With. With. She was like, come on, I just want you to communicate with me better. I don't know, I think that's what she said. I don't know, I never bothered to learn sign language. She like, I just want you to be on my level. And I'm like, well, you know. Yeah, this, no, none of this happened. This is all just fake. This is all just fake. If you were fucking, you know. This doesn't make any sense. If you were crippled, I'm not just going to. I wouldn't be able to communicate with you. Well, how do you know she said that? I don't. The, my joke is I don't know she said that. How did you date this person? Stop walking around every time I need something. <laughs> like, oh, I could easily go get that, but uh, I don't want to make my girlfriend feel bad, so. Uh, I'm just going to sit here and let my legs go to jelly. I want you on my level. Well, cool, if I was dating a black girl, I'm not going to start showing up late to work every day. And sometimes not at all. There's that voice again. Mersh, how come you coming to work? I'm working on my demo tape. I'm dating a black girl now. You didn't hear? <laughs> she wants me to do things she likes. Come on, I want you to communicate with me. I was like, look, there's no... Okay. Mersh, I'm going to take you to joke school here. So you're, the premise is you date a deaf girl. She wants you to learn sign language so you can communicate with her. You want to do a black joke out of this. So what you say is, if I was dating a black girl, I wouldn't start speaking in clicks and whistles with her, now would I? Just an idea. No reason I should have to do stuff because you're deaf, all right? Life lesson number one, when God hates you, you have to work harder, okay? <laughs> Not me. Yeah, God's clearly smiling down on Mersh. It says that in uh, Mark, chapter 2, verse 8. He had to date a retarded girl to feel better. <laughs> oh, the callback. Tattoos are just, I don't know, man, they're unoriginal. I don't want them. 
Oh, how did we get the tattoos? What? There was an edit there. There must be an edit there. How did we just get the tattoos? Tattoos are just, I don't and know. You can hear it. There's a hard edit there. I mean, they're unoriginal. I don't want them. Everybody okay. okay, who said you wanted them? You can't just bring this up out of nowhere. God damn, Mersh, it would be a better segue if you literally got on a segue and drove around in a circle on stage than whatever this was. Tattoos suck. Uh, okay, I thought we were talking about the retarded girl. Has them. How about I'm cool and original and just not get them? That's how I roll. Like, tattoos are just unoriginal. Everybody has the same shit, too. And then some people get, like, addicted to tattoos and they can't stop getting them. And I was coming home the other day and I live near a tattoo parlor and I saw this of course you do. Really, really fat bitch going into a tattoo parlor who was just covered in tattoos. And I was like, did this chick actually get fat just so she could get all the tattoos she wanted? Like, <laughs> how committed are you to the bit? I was literally about to say, wow, she's really committed. Like, was this bitch? I mean, yeah, it's so fucking predictable. The, the setup is too long. I've predicted the punchline but before you've even finished the setup. It's just one day, like, I'm going to get a fuck. Like, one day she just went to a tattoo shop, and she got an anchor on her arm. And then, like, after she got the anchor, she was like, fuck, I want the whole battleship. Uh, well, I guess I could just stuff my gelatinous face with fucking ding-dings. And, uh... Ding-dings. There is no snack called ding-dings. There's ding-dongs. But there is no ding-ding. I would bet money right now, good money, a lot of it, that this is a stolen thing he heard someone else say. That one of these other comedians, probably Jim Norton, one time said, stuff your face full of ding-dings. And he accidentally kept it with the fake name instead of ding-dongs, ding-dings. It's funnier sounding, right? I, I, I will pay money if someone finds me a clip of, one, of some other comedian referring to ding-dings, okay? Any comedian. <laughs> it could even not make sense temporally. And I would at least consider paying you money for finding this clip. I'm telling you. I can feel it. It's scratching the back of my head. You know, this isn't spider sense. This is spider being punched in the head, donkey punch style. Ladies and gentlemen, I was donkey punching. Turns out it was a child. I'm a pedophile. <laughs> I'll be all set. I could probably get that shit in like two months. And eventually she just got fatter and fatter. Ding-a-lings, they say in the chat. That is one as well. Ding-a-lings. Fucking ding -dings. Not ring-dings, not ding-a-lings, not ding-dongs. ding Ding. Battleship with an anchor. And now she just kept getting fatter and fatter and more addicted Ooh, to tattoos. He just repeated the joke, the battleship thing. She didn't really get that. Also, this is a woman you saw walk by, but you're, you know all of this about her? Dudes, and now last time I saw this girl, she has a- Oh, you see her regularly. So this fat woman who walked into a, pa uh, uh, a tattoo parlor, you see all the time. Last time I saw this girl, this is somebody you know now? A live to- I hate- I hate stand-up. Everything they say is just, it's just fake. And it's all in service of jokes that fall flat. And, they, and then they'll tell you, they have the nerve to look you in the eyes and say, you know, there's truth in comedy. Well, start telling it then. I'm waiting. Gail, recreation of the bombing of the USS Cole, all down her forearm. 
little motorboat and everything. Allah Akbar! She even has like the bubble coming out of the terrorist faces with Allah Akbar. It's like, it looks like a comic strip. This fat bitch has the boondocks on her forearm. It's amazing. Uh, of all the comic strips, you don't say the boondocks to reference a comic strip. How many of you even knew the boondocks was a comic strip and not just a cartoon on Adult Swim? You say Garfield or something classic, you know? Charlie Brown, she's, she's got the Peanuts gang all the way down her arm. So uh, the boondocks, he said that because he's a wigger. He had to say something that he thought was cool. What's the cool comic strip? Obviously, the black one. <laughs> the black anime one. I've seen some really shitty tattoos. I dated a girl who got the worst tattoo ever. It was actually like one of the points of us breaking up. Like just was the last straw. Really cute, just suburban white girl, just nice girl. Came home with her area code in old English lettering written out in words down her forearm. Like, oh. The worst tattoo I've ever seen in my life. She goes, no, I really think it's cute. And I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Did they give you a breathalyzer before they just inked that? Yeah, Calvin and Hobbes. She had Calvin and Hobbes all the way down her thigh. And then, and then when they laugh at that, then he goes, and I don't mean the comic strip. I mean the, the complete uh, th- you know, uh, 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 writings of, of the philosophers, Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, working it out. You'd have a better way of saying it. Yeah, they take it a step further. Something, man. Something. The boondocks. They all just sat there scratching their noggins. The boondocks? Why did she? Do you mean the concept of boondocks? Or- that on you permanently? Or how did that work out? She's like, fuck you. I think it looks really cute. And I'm like, that's great. Who is your tattoo artist? Muhammad Ali? Because I can't even. What fucking area code is that? Michael J. Fox, man. Mike- Michael J. Fox. Muhammad Ali is. He's not the Parkinson's reference, okay? If you're going to do these hack things, you can't cover them up by making them worse. (laughs) That's what he's doing. He's trying to cover his tracks. He's doing hack jokes, probably stolen hack jokes, and so he's just changing the reference. So that was a Michael J. Fox joke he heard somebody else tell, and he went, who's the other Parkinson's person? Ah, that's right, Muhammad Ali. And if that one had been taken, he'd go Janet Reno, and everyone would be sitting there going, what are you, huh? What? (laughs) Where are you? I thought you were from New York. I'm reading Phoenix. Who did this? That tattoo is so bad, it looks like it would sound if Dick Clark was saying your area code. (laughs) Finally pulled it out. He was bombing all the way through that. That'll be $200. She goes, no, I thought it'd be cool. Like, represent my neighborhood. Greg Giraldo used Muhammad Ali as a Parkinson's reference. It's even worse than I thought. He stole an overly specific reference. I have like old English lettering with my fucking area code down my arm. I'm like, awesome. I didn't realize I was fucking a Latino gangbanger. That's awesome. Great. Now I got to pack. Keith, this is cool. 
Hey, did they make sure to throw in the complimentary C-section scar and welfare check with that tattoo? Or... Because nobody should leave without getting the free gift. It's the worst tattoo I'd ever seen in my life. Just go to the next joke. Don't do that trail off thing. Uh, so, uh, anyway, uh, boy, that was, uh, wow. Second worst, because the bit's not over. Um, <laughs> that's the worst tattoo I've, ooh, no. A, a comedian you've never heard of. He has an over an hour long special. Well, I guess there's that intro and the song, so it's probably just under an hour. But still, this is too much, man. This is too much stuff for Mersh. I mean. Segway's not ready yet. <laughs> oh, Segway's not ready Fuck yet. Fuck it, this shit's never going to make it to CD. Uh, <laughs> thanks for all my friends from Philly and Jersey for wasting your time. Uh, <laughs> I got another buddy with a really bad tattoo. This was the best example of poor decision-making I've ever seen in my life. I had a buddy when we were younger. He thought it'd be really funny to get on his forearm fucking two stick figures humping, like doggy style, with an arrow pointing to the person bent over, and it says, your mom and an arrow pointing to the dude saying, me. And he thought that would just be a fucking trip. Give you guys three guesses what that guy does for a living now. He is a pediatrician. One hundred percent real, this story. Absolutely no lie, every part of that. These are all true things. <laughs> you fuckers tell me that this world ain't a strange place. I guess um, Hard edit. one thing I wanted to talk about is a lot of people like are under this impression that I hate kids. You... <laughs> I, okay, we're like three hours in. Maybe I'm misremembering. Didn't he have an entire jag where he said, I hate kids? I think he specifically said, I hate kids. Am I misremembering? Has my brain melted? Am I Andy's random edits now? Am I on some Davy Croco meds? And I've just completely, I'm in a fugue state. I don't know exactly what's going on. And I, I, am I did I make that up? That this world ain't a strange place. I guess, um, I guess one thing I wanted to talk about is a lot of people like are under this impression that I hate kids. And I kind of think it's because I'm always telling people how much I hate kids. <laughs> See, that joke has to come first before the whole section of this album where you said already that you hate them. That's how... Uh, see, okay. Mersh. Mersh. Mike. Buddy. Jokes are magic tricks, okay? The setup is the showing you there's nothing up my sleeve. And then the punchline is the, look here, it's a rabbit. Where did it come from? There was nothing in my sleeve. It's a magic trick. You've got to surprise them. And what you did, and you've done this multiple times, this just might be the most egregious example of it in this entire 59 minutes we've listened to. What you did is you undercut your own joke with a previous joke, something that could have been fixed simply by reordering and would have made more sense because you would have had a whole chunk of I hate kids jokes all in one spot. But I know what's happening. You, in a drug-induced state, 
just scribbled these ideas down on a napkin, have been keeping it in your back pocket and accidentally blew your nose into it after a little too much booger sugar. And so now you're struggling to read it. You've been flagging for the past 15 minutes or so of this. It's really not been going well. Every single joke, it's like bomb, 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 laugh, bomb, 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 laugh. So you are now diving into the well. You're you're dredging up some old material. Fuck sense, fuck setup, fuck order, fuck what you've already told. In fact, I'm kind of wondering if you didn't mean to port all of those OnStar jokes over to the GPS thing and just forgot. You just, oops, I meant to turn all that OnStar shit into GPS stuff. I accidentally brought up OnStar. Again, after saying I have OnStar in my car, I then said I would never have OnStar in my car. I'm not so sure you're aware of what you're even saying anymore. And this speaks to something modern day Mersh needs to learn. This phrase, we've heard the Mersh haters say this many, many times. We love laughing this back in Mersh's face. He f- uses this phrase all the time. His moral consistency. He has said this as recently as last week. He talks about his consistency. I think we are seeing a deeper thing happening here. It's not that Mersh is immoral. It's not that he's morally inconsistent. You know, at the beginning of the show, I showed you that clip where he's like, oh, you think I'm making up that I'm not going to vote? I'm not voting. And then yesterday, he announces he's voting for Trump. I believe those two incidents were separated by a matter of five days or so. Look me in the eye. Tell me I'm voting. It is not that he is morally inconsistent. Mersh has no idea what he's saying at any point. Mersh may be literally retarded. I'm not saying that is an insult, okay? I know the way that sounds. I'm not doing the whole short bus spiel. Mersh may have an issue inside his brain. He might have some sort of developmental disability. We might have been punching down this whole time. You know, I thought I was punching up. I mean, he's. Hollywood Mersh, he's big subs Hollywood Mersh. I thought I was giant killing. But the more we watch this, the more we listen to this album, I can't help but feel like maybe he doesn't realize what he's saying and doing. And so when he jumps from position to position, from moral to moral, from idea to idea, from ideal to ideal, which he does every week, I don't think he remembers the other thing he said. And not just as a matter of, oh, he's not sticking to a promise. He didn't know he said it while he was saying it. That piece of his brain is gone. The only thing Mersh can keep tabs on are the people who are staying loyal to him. You see, that amount of brain power, that computing he's got to do is taking up all of his resources, and his resources are very minuscule. There's not a lot he's working with there. He's kind of got a peanut head, you know? There's just not a lot going on inside that legume. And so every minute of the day, it's, it's him 
checking and rechecking. He's uh, triangulating, you know, okay, who's been loyal to me? Who's been disloyal to me? There's just bars of code shooting in every direction inside his brain. You can't expect better of a guy like this. He has to steal jokes. I mean, number one, jokes have to come from somewhere, but he has to steal jokes. He doesn't remember that he's stealing it. He doesn't know. He thinks he came up with it. Every time he has a stance on something, an idea, a moral, it's just something he heard someone say minutes before that. And then once he said it, it's gone again, out into the ether until he hears the next idea. And I want to test this. I want to test this. So those of you who love trolling Mersh, here's what you do. Create a new account. Start following him on Nightwave and ROTC. Don't A-log him. Be a fan. Be a fan. And every once in a while, don't be mean about it. Don't tell him what to do. He can't take that. Instead, realize Mersh is suggestible. Okay, this is an experiment. This is a, hey, it's, a, it's me, Johnny Sandwiches. This is a social experiment. We're doing an anti Social experiment, okay? This is science. We're just testing a theory. Suggest ideas. Just say an idea in his chat room. Don't be too pushy about it. Just say it. And see if he doesn't take up that stance after reading it. Even if it is counterproductive to the last stance he took. I have a feeling that if you just say a thing around Mersh, He just parrots it back to you. It may even be that he's not capable of human speech. Again, he likes to do impressions. He may just be a mimic and nothing else. He might just be doing what a retard does, which is mimicking actual human behavior. When you watch a retard smile, and they love smiling because they're having a great time, those guys, God's clowns, When you watch a retard smile, look carefully. They smile like this. They go, they just bring their bottom lip up and their whole face kind of goes up. It's not the way you and I smile, but it is the way someone trying to mimic that would smile. If you had never smiled before on your own, if you were incapable of even figuring that out, but you kept watching all of the other creatures around you just naturally smile, your first attempt out would probably look something like this. All I'm saying, uh, Bear, I mean, do not think too hard about the fact that that's also how Donald Trump smiles. <laughs> There's something going on there as well. Maybe Donald Trump has whatever Mersh has. I'm not saying it's full-on Down syndrome. It's something we need to inspect. Now, Mersh is going to watch this if he's not watching this right now. So he's going to be on the lookout for this. So again. Just be suggestible. Just suggest things. Because I believe Mersh is highly suggestible. And I have a feeling we could make mirth and merriment happen by suggesting one thing on a Friday and the opposite on a, on a Monday and just seeing what happens. You know? That weekend between, he ain't gonna remember. And I bet ya, he jumps ship from one idea to the next just by reading it in a chat room. See what happens. Maybe pull some straight, straight, straight. 
and gather in some place and plan this out. Uh, uh, five of you could suggest the same thing around the same time. Again, he'll be on the lookout for it, but you need not worry because Mersh on the lookout is not exactly his greatest strong suit. You know, he's going to be reading the chat and he's going to be looking at the wrestling memorabilia on the wall behind him at the same time. I'm not sure he can focus too hard on one thing. But I just want to clear up any misconceptions out there. I actually like kids. I don't mind kids. Kids are kind of fun to be around. They're very playful. I like kids. Like, I don't like kids enough to have kids. I just like kids enough to, like, regret my last 11 abortions. You know? I just... <laughs> I actually... Here we go. I guess we're in the abortion joke bit. I have my own brand of morning after pills. <laughs> just market it. They're called Mersh Chewables. They have my face on them. <laughs> I got pulled over with a bag of them one time and the cops thought I was an ecstasy dealer. I was like, no, 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 it's just, it's just that magic baby killing pill. Don't worry. <laughs> that's not a real life. That's not a real life. Nobody would laugh at that. Nobody. Because you know that's not, that didn't happen. A cop that, he doesn't actually have his own face on abortion pills. There's not even abortion pills. Those don't exist. Unless you're willing to kill the lady. Uh, what? I don't want kids. I'm sorry. Excuse me for having a Planned Parenthood Visa card. All right? You know what's wrong? Fucking black people. You know why they're all out there committing crimes? Because they, they don't stick to the family. You know, it's all about family. Like, okay, yeah. I mean, I'm not married. I'm never having kids. But black people. They need to keep their families together. He's a family man. I thought it would come in handy, and it has. All I have to do is run into 11 more college girls with poor decision-making skills. Revenge of the Sis approves abortion, 100%. And I'm getting a free carnival. By the way, at this point, they would admit that. They would not have said that two years ago when their channel trailer video has them going... Hey, we're YouTube's number one uh, uh, conservative alt-right talk show. They literally had a video saying that. They wouldn't have said it back then. Now they'll say it because they've been exposed so many times. You're welcome. That now they have to lean in on the degeneracy. Mersh acts like a libertarian. He is a libertine. He also would like to fuck some libertine. Bruce, so... <laughs> You guys can burn all you want, but shit's working out for me. My credit score's going up. Mersh recently, just the other day, he bragged in his chat room about how high his credit score is. Someone jokingly said, Mersh, you don't have good enough credit to rent a place or buy your own house. And he gave his credit score out. It was like seven something. And proudly stating how he can get a house because look how high my credit score is. And then the very next night on Nightwave, he announced to his chat room that he cannot buy a house. It turns out he is not capable of buying a house. Thing is, they want you to make your payments on time, fuckers. <laughs> I've paid for so many abortions that I unlocked an Xbox achievement. People who play Xbox don't have sex, so that doesn't make any sense.
One thing, man, you have a lot of irresponsible sex out there. You have to get to like the morning after pill sometime. <laughs> I have a lot of sex, actually. Uh, I, this isn't really the point of what I'm saying, but uh, P.S. I have a lot of sex. You know, I'm out there, and these broads, these broads, they're, they're hot. This is his pre-stripper days, too, by the way. So we've seen the busted, banged up, nasty whores he was pulling down from the strip club days. This is before that. Imagine the filth of these women, the stench on them. And that starts fucking with your head. Like, you know, because you can't, like, I can't, I have this trust thing with girls I date. So now, like, they say they took it, but I don't know. Yeah, Lenny Ways in the chat says, there's a second comedy album from Mersh called Menace to Sobriety. That's true. I haven't heard that one either. Maybe there will be a follow-up episode. Like, I'm starting, like, now I have this recurring nightmare where, like, I gave some girl money for an abortion years ago, and then she just didn't get it. She went out and bought shoes or some shit. (laughs) Just get it. Took off all my money. Don't worry, everything will just sort itself out. Yeah, exactly. And I have this fucking... I just have this recurring nightmare now where I'm like, I'm sitting in my house one day and I just hear bing bong. I'm just kidding, nobody has doorbells in Mastic. In fact, in Mastic, the thing is to just pull up to somebody's house and call their cell. <laughs> like, look, I don't know how many, uh, I don't know how many brown folk you have living with you. So I'm just, dude, come downstairs. Just come downstairs. I don't want to fuck. Dude, I'm whispering in my own car. I don't want to fucking dick around. So I got this, like, recurring nightmare where I'm like, all right. Like, and it starts off like a Tarantino movie. Like, all the fucking time. Like, it starts with a flashback to just me, like, don't worry. It'll all work out. Just take care of it. Just go to the clinic. Talk to Dr. Smith. He'll take care of you. Okay. And then just flash forward to, like, seven years later, chilling at the house, watching a little fucking Mythbusters or some shit just because you look like him. And, uh... So now he's pointing out that somebody in the crowd... Looks like one of the Mythbusters guys. We can't see him. And by the way, neither can the rest of the audience who are all sitting behind this guy. So nobody gets to laugh. That's just a joke for Mersh. He, oh, 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 oh boy. That really tickled me, the guy on stage. Anyway, uh, also he set up this. I thought he was about to go into a whole bit about his dream. He says it's like a Tarantino film. And I thought we were going to have a whole thing where it's like, yeah, we're moving in slow motion. The baby's coming out of her. In the background, you got to get back on a track for a little green bag. You know, everybody, we're wearing sunglasses. I don't know, the baby's in a suit for some reason. I'm being called Mr. Pink. I don't really like it. I thought we were going to do it. No, it turns out by a Tarantino film, he means there's a flashback. I didn't want to insult your body work, sir. Um... I'm just hanging out at the crib and all of a sudden I hear somebody come up to the door and I just answer the door and there's this kid that just looks just like me standing there like and the kid looks me in the eyes and says the path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the weak and the tyranny of evil men and I'm like I just it's one of those things where if you open the door you just know right away and you're like uh, outside in the night outside in the day uh, Hey, buddy. You know, and they're like, yeah, hey, dad. Weird little awkward, like, moment. You pause, you look at each other. And in the dream, the only thing that comes out of my mouth is, what the fuck are you doing here? You're supposed to be in a hazmat bag in a back alley behind a Quiznos at a women's clinic. (laughs) What are you doing on my property? 
So in the dream, there's a cop, and I flag the cop down, and I go, are you going to do something about it? And the guy just goes, ah, that's just Pete. Don't worry about him. Mersh owes Jim Norton money. I doubt it, because I don't think he made any off of this. He'll be back on the train to Elizabeth by nine. Don't worry about it. Thank you, you guys. The so only person paying Mersh is me. <laughs> I bought his stupid shirt. We'll be back on the train to Elizabeth by nine. Don't worry about it. Thank you guys so much for those of you that came. So that was his big callback. That was the closer. You know, every comedian, they like to end on a big callback. So remember the, uh, the him not understanding the train schedule? That's going to get a huge laugh. Don't worry about him. <laughs> we'll be back on the train to Elizabeth by nine. Don't worry about it. And he stumbles on it too. By nine. By nine. Nothing. Bomb, whiff, boom, brick. Thank you guys so much for those of you that came. Oh, finally, it's over. Woo, the best part of the show. This is the best part. Mershcomedy.com. Mershcomedy.com. I don't think that still exists. Oh, my God. HateSpeechRadio.com. BPSRadio.com. By the way, who gives out <laughs> who gives out URLs at the end of their stand-up set? So I guess after this, we're going to hear this uh, song they came up with. Can't wait to hear that. But mershcomedy.com is available. How much? How much? How much? How much? How much? How much? Uh, let's go to Namecheap on that one. Hang on. Did y'all know Subway Jared and Joe DeRosa are related? I don't know what that means. Uh, it's only $8.88. Mershcomedy.com. Should I do it? Oh, okay, I can't do it while I'm doing the show. Let's, let's wrap this up. Well, actually, before we wrap this up fully. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. I'm just hey guys, after the show, check out my website. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. I wasn't paying enough attention. It was weird that he threw out three URLs, right? <laughs> hey, hey guys, hey guys, click on my bald w head. <laughs> yeah. He didn't have one on his t-shirt? If you click my left eye, it'll take you to my website. <laughs> if you click my right eye, you'll follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, he might have had it on his t-shirt. He probably did. He seems like a Keenan Jerome Floyd type. All right, so that's most of the album. We still have an outro song here. What did you guys think? It was rough. I don't, I don't oh. know. The oh, leaks were platinum, right? better than this. Say, I don't ever want to listen to that again. Say that again, Devin. I don't know if the Rufio leaks were worse or better than this. because it's, it's a toss-up. They're both up. dreadful to listen to. It's a toss-up for sure. I want to ask you this though, because this was my this was my worry before even doing this, and this is why I wanted to treat it more like a listening party than surviving yeah. or, or anything like that. Is is it unfair to do this because this is a ten year old album? Are we judging it fairly? Yes. There's not many references <laughs> yeah. like old like he did Tarantino. Tarantino's still like you know around and like doing movies, so like. There's not any old jokes you're like, I don't get that reference. The, I mean, the the strange part it's, is I feel like a lot of the references were old at the time. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's more Smith. than just references. It's also like the style of how he told the jokes that was more 
cringe. Like how he would tell a joke, it would like kind of land and then he would just kind of hash it out over and over again and like stretch yeah. into like four or five yeah, jokes. Several times he told here it is, that's not funny. Several times he told the same joke two mm-hmm. or three times, but then just like copy pasted yeah. new words over top of it. Yeah, exactly. Like that's not like that's that wasn't funny ten years ago. It wasn't funny twenty years ago. That's just we're not being you know what I there. you know what I kind of think you know what I kind of think that might be since he's stealing so many of the jokes. Hang on, who's that? Since he's stealing so many of the jokes, I wonder if those are just all the different versions he wrote to try to get around the copyright. You know, like he just maybe like, like yeah. Him I feel like it, it was out. his version of making them his own. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, it's like he's using a Mad Lib style of comedy, where he just <laughs> has one joke, and it's like, insert, like, action, and insert noun here, and then he goes, oh, what if I kicked a woman? That'd yes. be funny. True. What if I punched a dog? True. What he, if made I... a of, he made a lot of, like, uh, rape jokes, too, that were just like, oh, she got raped. It's like... Okay, I guess that's funny. Now, now, people can make the same accusation against uh, Anthony Jesselnik. He does kind of, it's the same thing over and over again. You know what's coming. But but what, why is, like, I think Anthony Jesselnik, for what it is, is still funny. Right. To some degree, not always, but to some degree. What is the difference? One of the things that Mersh would consistently do during that whole thing was, he would do a joke that I was probably stolen, but then he would drop a tag on the end of it that just negated any yep. comedy in the pre- in the entire previous bit. He didn't know so he didn't know when to hang up a bit, right? What? But yeah, what? He, he's like, I already said the funniest thing that I could think of, so now I'm just going to say some other bullshit at the end because that's what you're supposed to do. Now I only gave him points for one joke, and I I don't even remember that joke now at this point. But one of them, I was like, all right, I didn't laugh, but I was like, all right, that's a decent one. It, it was show me a pregnant Mexican woman, and, and there's two babies in a dumpster. So, yeah. So so he did so many jokes like that, and that was in the middle of all of it. So that was just a random one. But what is it? That makes it work with one guy and not with Mersh. I mean, nobody's laughing during this whole thing. Did you catch? Did you catch what uh, Louis J. Gomez said in the uh, in the chat? Was he well, really? Louis J. Gomez. Was it not a funny comment? Was it really either. him in the chat? You, you can't tell, but he said he said uh, he tried to buy Oxy from me when they came to the studio. That's not. Right. Jesse, I got a wild take on this. You know, I was really looking forward to this episode, and since I kind of missed it, could you do like the opposite of whatever you did, so it would explain what you did before, but also take it full circle. Listen to the album backwards. I tell uh, you, what, Jay Gomez is not funny. I tell you what. And, um, well, let's listen to it. Let's listen to the whole album one more time together and try oh. to figure this out. Yeah, <laughs> surviving. Yeah, put it on and then just let. Do you hate us? Do it on his own. <laughs> Two times speed. I think Mersh is missing like timing and like keeping his like bits like clean and kind of like tight. He just kind of goes on and on and on and just jumps from subject to subject I, with I no agree, like bridge. I, I agree with the timing thing. I dis. I, sorry, I agree with the uh, clean thing, keeping it tight. I don't agree with the timing. I think he has the timing because he's stealing the cadence and delivery yeah. of actual comedians. I'm wondering if maybe the entire problem with it, and maybe some of those jokes were funny, but is it, is it that you can feel that he is 
not really a comedian. He's not original. Yeah. Yeah, he's not he's not like the hardest part is getting on stage and like talking to a microphone. It feels so fake. That. It feels it like, feels like he's but, struggling and like you're rooting for him to get through something, right? Like if a retarded little girl gets on stage and she sings at some banquet, you're not clapping because she's a great singer. Sure. You're clapping because <laughs> you're happy she's there. Yeah. And like you wanted to get through it. You don't yeah. want her to mess oh, up. Oh, bless much. her heart. This is a bless yeah. her heart thing. This is a bless his heart special. I mean, Jesse, you said it perfectly. Just go in to record any open mic. That's what it was. It was any open mic. But it, it's not it, it's not bless or heart special because he stole every goddamn thing he said. You know what it is? You know what it is? You know, it's not, it's, it's not like watching it's like watching a cover band. You're like Yeah. You're like, I like yeah. I like these songs, yeah. but I wanted to see insert band here. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. It's free chip comedy. It's what? Cruise, I cruise agree. ship. I mean, that's the perfect oh, way to cruise ship it. comedy. Comedy uh, cover band. No, cruise ship comedy is, is just hack stuff, and there's a lot of hack in there. But there's there's more mm. to it than that. There's way more to it than that. That this is like, yeah. I, I all I can think is it's it's like watching a cover band. Like I'm sorry, I was actually he. I thought you guys were actually Radiohead. I didn't know. That, <laughs> I I I mean, listen. Um, mediocre computer is a decent enough band. <laughs> but I really, I'd rather see the wonky-eyed guy. Although in this case, you know, not. I was talking about the Radiohead guy, not Mersh, obviously. So I don't, I don't know. I it's just there's some there's a feeling of it's like we have imposter syndrome for him. He but he should have it and doesn't. He he doesn't he doesn't realize he shouldn't tone. be up there. Go ahead. I think it's because of the constant shift in tone. It's like um, when he yeah when he's doing the impressions, the tone sort of shifts. I really magi pause the stream in the background. That wasn't magi. That was that was another guy. Oh. That was another guy. He he got kicked. All right. Um. Okay. Well, thank you guys for surviving this with me. Let's go to a let's go to a musical outro, and then I will provide you with my own musical outro that I think we're gonna have a lot Can't of wait. fun. With. Have a fun time! And again, join that one dollar pizza fund if you're not already in the pizza fund, and uh, get access to us building this song together, as well as the birth of the comedy concept of Mersh being a retarded person trapped in a bathroom. <laughs> that's, that's, that's awesome. yeah. it's, it's a great time yeah join our discord potalpha.com slash discord okay guys thank you um, let's take a listen this is we aren't the world I think let's see hey shithead it's the real deal I'm calling you this oh that's right it ends with another voicemail time. so I don't know who's been fucking with you but if I got something to say to you I'll say it myself and if you got something to say to me you can tell me in person all right, fuckhead. Enough of the fucking games already with your stupid little ass shitty friends and your bad comedy. You got a problem? Say it to me in person, okay, you little fucking faggot? Because I'll take you, and you know what I'll fucking do with you? Turn wow. you inside out. This is Enough like of your little awful. fucking bullshit, okay? And I'll see you February fourteenth. Fuckface. Valentine's Day? This guy going to fuck him? All right, here we go. We aren't the world. The Spitting Cobra of Comedy. The Mersh Remix. 
Your vagina gets no coverage. That's right, Gagger. Gagger. It's, it's, it's not good for you. It's good for her. I can assure you. I haven't heard I, this, by the way. Jokes. I haven't listened to this. It's funny on stage, but off stage, I am a mess. Okay? You want to hang out with me. Those of you folks out there that want something to jerk off to and think that that Dakota Fanning's just getting a little bit past her prime. <laughs> Holy shit, that's the Jim Norton joke. He did it in the album. He covered... The, oh, wow. The people who left early. Oh, boy. You're going to kick yourself over that one. That's a Jim Norton joke. Straight up. In fact, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Hang on. Well, I'll take the second. Jim Norton Dakota Fanning. Look at this. Here we go. All right, let me get rid of Killjoy here for a second. Look at this. So you just heard that joke. I mean, it's not exactly the same, but you're going to tell me he didn't get it from this? Hey, joke's got to come from somewhere. It's so nice. I had a great thing happen this week. Uh, I was out with my girlfriend's family, who I did not want to be out with. And I found a wonderful way to end the evening early. Okay, here we go. What, how, what, how do you do it, Mersh? When it gets really quiet at the table, you just blurt out, Boy, I sure would love to fuck that Dakota Fanning. What year do you think that's from? This was uploaded in <laughs> 2010. This was uploaded in 2010. There's no, it's the same year, man. There's no chance. He didn't fucking steal that shit. All right, let's finish this out. Oh, he's twisted. Joker laugh. One of the Earth's Jokers, Mersh. One of the Mersh's Jokers. Wow, real crowds are loud. <laughs> no copyrights intended, of course. No copyrights intended. Black people law. This is as loud as it gets. Uh, my computer's all the way up. Okay, big musical finale. Here we go. Put your headphones on now. This is, I've invented something. It's called karaoke. Nobody's ever done this before. I'll be lip syncing to this live. It's karaoke. Sing along 
at home if you know the lyrics and if you don't, the lyrics are on screen. Our big finisher, ladies and gentlemen, headphones on now.
awful day. Thank you, and good night. Head over to potawful.com slash iTunes and subscribe to us on iTunes. We're live every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern at potawful.tv. Love the show? Keep it going by donating to the Pizza Fund. potawful.com slash support. And anything else you need is at potawful.com.